That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Rosa, and with me, as always, is our co-host, Chris Mejia. And this week, we have wonderful guests. I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled. Return guest, oh, all the way hanging out in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Smile as big as ever. This is a big episode. I'm so thrilled to see you again. Our dear friend, Bria Hebert, is back. Hello, Bria. Hi. Thanks for coming back Yeah, thanks for coming back. Oh, thanks for having me. I had so much fun last time. And we are going to have just as much fun this week. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a wild one. We have hometowns, hometowns. And this is your first season of The Bachelor. We'll get to talking about that, uh, what your expectations from hometowns were, so on and so forth. Let's have fun with it. I'm going to introduce our next guest so we don't have her waiting too long. And then we'll talk about what's going on with you guys. Our next guest is one of my favorite human beings in the, in the entire world. I, uh, My former roommate, just my dear, dear friend. I miss her so, so much. Oh, my God. I could go on. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Chris, you're going to have to stop me. Kix McRae, everybody. Hi, Kix. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm, Thanks I'm for so coming excited. On. Yeah, I'm so excited to be talking to you. Even though we talk all the time. The amount, know, of, right? times, <laughs> the amount of times Mike has brought you up on the podcast made me think he signed a secret contract that requires him <laughs> to bring you up in conversations as many times as possible. I do talk about you a lot. I tell, I Well, I, I told so you before we, uh, we talked uh, earlier today, I told you that I totally talk about you a lot on this podcast. <laughs> and, like, you know, obviously you're going to come up when you're – in the group chat saying some yeah. things that are worth repeating. So, also, I can say that it translates to real life too. He does talk about you outside of the podcast as well. <laughs> that's right. that's yeah. all I know yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah because ain't, back when we lived in Toronto. <laughs> this ain't so fiction. I finally get to meet the real kicks. I, yeah, I mean, I again, do the same thing with you. I bring you up all the time. I'm like, yeah, this amazing human being that I live with. He's a sweet baby angel, which is a phrase that I got from him. That's me. I say that. <laughs> oh, so nice to see you. I can't. I mean, we all lived in Toronto. That's like Bria and I would walk around on our way back home from Comedy Bar. And I'd be like, well, my roommate, she's great. She's amazing. She said this the other day. And like, honestly, I'm just happy you're here because you got into The Bachelor because we watched it together and yeah, your sister you had been trying to get you to watch. <laughs> my sister is eternally grateful to you. The day that I told her, look, uh, you know, my roommate Mike finally got me to watch The Bachelor. She uh -huh. was over the moon. She was like, oh my God, this was. is the day that I have been exactly. waiting for. I can finally share this with you. I was, uh, so. I was thinking about the time. Do you remember? I don't remember whose season she was on, but Lexi, uh, I think she was on Colton season. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, no, she, she was on Peter Weber's season. Peter Weber's season. That's the one. Yes. Do you remember when... Oh, yes. My favorite story about The Bachelor is how every time Lexi would be on screen, I would kind of like audibly swoon. And mm. even when you were wa like listening and like half watching because you had to do stuff in your room, like fold stuff or put stuff away, I would audibly gasp from the living room and you'd be like, oh, I didn't know she was on the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically is i would just hear just you losing your breath and i'd be like oh i, I already know what's yeah. happening <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and she got so little screen time so but enough that it happened a lot <laughs> anyway she didn't need yeah she didn't need much mm-mm mm-mm uh she le left a lasting impression and uh you know what 
this episode was a wild one. We have some Bachelor Bachelor Nation news. We have stuff to talk about. Before we get to that, let's plug some stuff. Our listeners, thank you, first of all, for listening. We have a couple of reviews that came in, mm-hmm. and we're going to read them at the end of the episode or something that just thank you or, you know, you know, we'll read out your name or something because we really appreciate it. If you want to review us on iTunes and stuff, it goes a long way mm-hmm. in that, first of all, it brightened our day, but yeah. also maybe more people can now find it, and uh, we appreciate you. So thank you for doing that. But let's turn it to Bria, Bria Hebert. Where can people find you? What do you got going on? Is there anything you want to point our listeners in the direction? Oh. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Uncle Bria. And I have a podcast called Sad Girl Energy with Bria Hebert. If you'd yes, like you to listen, it's about um, sad girl shit. And, <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Uncle Burra. Um, yeah, I would bring you to my tiktok but i privated it because a bunch of incels tried to dox me this weekend so oh wow gotta love that yeah adventure wild wild yeah they uh they went from my tiktok to my instagram and then started screen recording stuff oh shit and like trying they're like we're gonna send this to your boss and like i've literally been unemployed since the beginning of this pandemic (laughs) (laughs) No clue who you're going to send this to. Also, like, it's if like, you could get me a job, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, you first could of all. find me a job in the process. Also, and then also, what are they doxing you, you with? It was because yeah. I said that men bring nothing to the table. And they got <laughs> so mad. And they were like, we bring the table. And I'm like, I don't need a table, sir. And I don't want a yeah. table from you. So, anyways. It yeah. wasn't anything real. It was just... Uh, Reddit incel anger. Men's rights activists. Not yeah, that, yeah. basically. Yeah. Not that yeah. there would be anything that deserves doxing, but what always makes me laugh is that, in, is, well, laugh is not the appropriate term, but like, what I find interesting is that the thing, like, usually when, unfortunately, people I know who are doxed by incels like that, it's always the dumbest triggers. Yeah. It's, it it's was like never, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Just like men don't bring anything to the table. Like, okay, like if you don't like the joke, just move on. But they're like, I have to ruin a life now because someone yeah. said something. Like that's always like, bro, like go, get Christ. out of your, get out of the basement and go outside. Also, <laughs> I just, I always laugh with stuff like this because these are the same people that like don't believe in being triggered. But like I've so clearly know, triggered you. I know. If yes, you're gonna take yeah. the time and the effort to find my Instagram and then like start commenting on my Instagram photos, like. Clearly, I have triggered you, sir. And it's Uh just the lack of self-awareness, I think, is really the thing. But yeah, anyways, Instagram and Twitter are where you can find me for the time being. Uncle Uncle Bria on Instagram, Uncle Burra on Mm -hmm. Twitter. Yeah, because someone took my uh, handle on Twitter and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get it, but I can't. They're not answering me. Mm. I mean, yeah. that sucks. And fuck yeah. them too. Why not? Incels <laughs> and Uncle Bria. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I love inc- it. Let's call them out. Incels, yeah, yeah, drop yeah. drop a pin. We're going to meet up at whatever <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese that you're clearly not allowed to be in anymore. And I'm going to fist fight you. That's, what we're, that's what's going to happen. And not because of the pandemic. Because of <laughs> other very gross reasons. Yeah. You perverts. I, I feel confident I and physically. I'm being th- very... I'm uh, I'm flying <laughs> off the handle. Remember how we said this is probably going to be a short episode. We are proving ourselves 
Very Sorry, wrong. I shouldn't have brought up the doxing because then that... no, 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 no. It makes me angry, and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm we're gonna we're gonna turn over to we're gonna turn over to kicks. Let's see, kicks. What's going on? Where can people find you? Or if you don't want people finding you, where can we send people? What do you? What? Because I know you're a little bit more private, but you want to. Yeah. I wanted you on this podcast so badly. Thank um, you. Uh, yeah, no, you can. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram if you feel like it. I update once every three months, if that's uh-huh. your your thing. Uh, uh-huh. It's just at KS for Kickass. Uh, but then you also said we can promote like a cause or whatever that uh-huh. we're down with. Uh, so I would encourage people to check out the shift. Uh, which is just an organization that petitions governments to um, recognize that housing is a human right. And so if you want to get involved in some way, their website's a great resource for seeing how you can help support the right to housing in your area. Awesome. So the shift, let's, let me pull up a website. Maketheshift.org. Maketheshift.org. It's all about shifting people's mentality, their perspective on housing and how they view it. Right. It's not a commodity. That's awesome. And that is that's excellent. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. And listeners, do that now. Check out maketheship.org. Oh yeah. Let's uh talk to Chris. Chris, where can people find you? Let's where can people find you? Where do you want them to find you? What do you want to tell people? How's TikTok going? Uh you can find me at Tophermehia, T O P H E R M E J I A on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Excuse me. Uh bless you. Oh. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not cutting any of this out. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you, so if I have anything coming up and all that, I'll be posting it um, on uh, those socials. Uh, I might start doing Twitch streaming. Uh, oh. But, uh, more information on that once that, if that ends up becoming a thing or not. But um, yeah, at Toe for Me here on all socials. Follow me. I would greatly appreciate that. And yeah, Mike, what about you? Where can, where can people find you? Chris, you're so kind for asking. Thank you so much for doing it. You're such a good friend and I love you. I am uh, very easy to find if you know how to spell my name. It's at M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on all platforms. If you go to my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Mike Carosa, you'll find all the relevant stuff, including my other podcast, Bummer Boys, where we talk about songs that made us sad this week. But I also have a show coming up on Friday night. It's a Zoom show where I was working with a company whose name I will not say to not disparage them uh, because, uh, you know, it just didn't work out. And that's just how that goes sometimes. But I am producing the show on my own. And Mia Jackson, Chris Sandiford, Kyle Ayers, and Noor Hadidi are all doing spots on the show on Friday. Uh, Tickets are pay what you can, donation-based, do whatever you want. It's just going to be a fun stand-up show. And if you just want the link because you want to laugh and you can't spend anything, come laugh. That's what matters most to me. Uh, The money was a driving force when I was dealing with a company. Not so much now i don't care everybody's gonna make a little something but i'm if i lose i don't care i'm not uh that's not what it's about we're gonna have a fun show and i'm excited for it a lot of fun people are gonna be there i also keep an eye on kyle canane's twitch stream uh twitch.tv slash kyle canane k-i-n-a-n-e because uh at 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern uh kyle is gonna be playing red dead redemption 2 a game that he does not like and uh, doesn't get, but I enjoyed a lot and always tell him it's very good. And he's like, 
well, why don't you just come talk to me while I play it? Because I'm going to get angry playing it. And so that's what we're doing tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I mean tonight, because we record these the night before it comes out. So tonight, if you're not doing anything, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. Eastern, come on over to Kyle's Twitch. And that's where I'll be. We're going to be playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And that is the plugs. And if you fast forwarded through them, welcome to the other side. Hello. <laughs> We're talking The Bachelor. It is time to dive in. Chris, we have a bit of Bachelor news mm-hmm. before we dive into the episode. Uh, do you want to take it from here? Do you want to talk about this? Or do you want me to the take statement? the lead on it? I, yeah. So basically, Matt James released uh, a big PR written uh, statement basically pretty transparently it feels like uh uh abc had their yeah. had their guys all over this it's it's very clear based off of rachel's statement chris's statement matt's statement is that whether you're a contestant the bachelor bachelorette themselves or some sort of staff member abc is going to step in with their publicist to bust out the the ios press release that is like mm-hmm. hey my bad uh, <laughs> don't ruin the bag for me. That's basically what all of these sta- statements are. <laughs> and uh, so Matt James's statement is just a lot of words, basically to say. Well, like, should we read it? Do you want me to read it's, it? It's 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 I it's it is pretty it's long. long. It's long. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's not read it. Let's not read it. But I will say, if you haven't read the statement, essentially the whole point of this the statement is just him being like, you know, it's disappointing and like. But, you know, I feel like we got to be, like, open to, you know, people who are trying to make the change and understand that people are, you know, change over time and all this kind of stuff. And I think overall, in my personal opinion, in the statement, I, I, I will say, regardless of whatever, like, that is a hard statement to make because it's like, mm-hmm. we all want Matt James, like, if if he ends up with Rachel, we all want Matt James to be like, dump Rachel uh yes but yeah I will say I will say this is not in defense of Rachel I want to make that clear this is not in defense of Rachel but I will say in our society we want to promote people being you know progressive and changing uh, after educating themselves and all that yeah and not no one has ever been like, like no one has ever been the most progressive person since birth. Like, a lot of people had to overcome their own personal ignorance and educate themselves to become a better person. I know myself personally. I used to be an ignorant person. I grew up in Florida, so like I was an ignorant person. For <laughs> You're the gonna put time. that on Florida. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I, no excuse. Me too. Yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah. Well, Kicks us from Florida. <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> You grew up in, in a in a not redneck part. I grew up in a redneck part. So I grew up in a little blue blue spot. Yeah, that's so, right. Where where did you grow up again, Chris? What part? Uh, Lakeland, which is like Polk County, which is mm-hmm. impossible to say without sounding a little bit Polk like, County. Polk that's County. why I wanted you to say it. It does <laughs> like you Polk can't County. say it. You can't. Uh-huh. It's impossible. I've tried. It's uh-huh. impossible. Uh, but anyway, I say all this to say. Uh, Yes, I used, I, but then I took the, like, I met people with different backgrounds and I tried my best to, like, listen to, you know, when people up those backgrounds were talking about their struggles and things like that and, you know, started, you know, acting differently and changing differently, not because I wanted to be perceived as this, like, liberal, progressive person, but because that's what I felt like was the right thing to do. 
And right. thankfully, I was allowed that opportunity to change. So I say all this to say, if we don't give the opportunity for people to grow and change, then what's the whole point of all of this? Like, we, if, if like one thing you did 10 years ago is going to forever be, you know, permanently have you thrown the jail because of, you know, what it, if it's like a statement that you made and all that, then and you're mm. no matter what you do over time, if that's always going to be held back, you know, against you, then like that is unfair because w- people change. That's not taking in that consideration. That being said, here reason, we go. The reason why the anger against Rachel is justified is because all of her missteps have happened at several different points of her life. Meaning she had several opportunities to change and educate. If this was all in high school, it would be bad, but that's one thing. People can change. But mm-hmm. the fact that this was like, this was in high school, this was in college, one this of them was, was recently. One 2018. One of them was 2018. Yeah. So because of that, it's like, look, girl, as much as I want to you know, advocate for people to be able to change and all that, it's very suspicious that you're only suggesting, you're only making this effort to change when now the spotlight's on you. Also, we're just com- are we just completely ignoring Chris Harrison and all this because oh. uh, a fifty I don't know how old he is I'm guessing fifty something mm-hmm. uh, spent twenty five years hosting one show so I'm, I'm betting fifty fifty uh, something year old dude from uh, from Texas uh, who is going to talk over a black woman being like no this is racist and being and like we don't know producer on that show exactly of a very so, white show extremely white show so you know? he's been, yeah he's forty nine so years not, old. Oh, so I was close. I was close. You um, said 56, didn't you? No, I said 50-something. I was like oh, 51. Okay. I was like, okay. But that's okay. Um, either way, I just like... Oh, man. Mia just put it this way. Last time we talked about it, she was just like, when's it going to be that just one of these people are going to come out and be like, I fucked up, and I'm sorry. I messed up. Now I know better. I just like... Mm-hmm. Not this like, I am... I I apologize profusely, and I am going to uh, I am going to do everything necessary. It's like making all these hollow promises. Mm-hmm. I get um, why the long list of like and the delicate tone, but it's getting to the point where it's those apologies are so aggravating to exactly. read. I'm like, yo, I'm so tired of this because it's just the mm-hmm. same buzzwords that are rehashed over and over, where it's mm-hmm. just like at the end of emotional the, it, labor. That and it's like I'm gonna do the educating myself and all. It's like the same thing of like I'm, do I'm the sh- work. I'm sure how it is when like there's like some celebrity dude who does some fucked up sexual harassment shit and then they release some bullshit statement of like I should have known better, You're talking I was to raised Leah? better, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we gonna really just add? Wow. I forgot. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even read that statement because I. The whole time was, when no, I it was saw a video, oh, it was oh, a video. Yeah, video. It was really, yeah, yeah. it was oh, not that whole yeah. video, man. If I know you... what's worse, like notes apology or YouTube video, because I think Ooh. both of them are just bad. Both I, are horrendous. They, they don't come off as genuine, either. like an Instagram post. I just feel like that's not like, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. You I want a genuine apology? Go on IG Live. That that is a genuine. <laughs> Go on IG Live and just there's you no, want a real apology. No checks and balances. I want you off the cuff <laughs> apologizing for this, but um, uh, but no. It, what I, I brought that up in the sense of like the, in those uh, apologies too. There's always all of these like buzzwords that don't mean shit. It, basically, at the end of the day, you're mm. only making this apology video because you got caught. 
that's basically mm. what it is. Mm. And, or you're making this apology statement because you got caught. And like, right. were, you can say the most amazing so, so. statement in the world, but that statement don't mean shit if your words are not going to follow up. So Rachel, you know what, Rachel? If you want us to not drag you, mm-hmm. your actions from this point on is, is what's going to determine that. And like, you're still I mean, probably going to be dragged for it. There's never going to be a day you're not going to be dragged for it. But then how you handle how being you held accountable is going to say a lot. Are you going to do like, are you, that's great that you bought the how to have hard conversations with a black man book while you were drinking some green tea and you posted oh it God. to your IG. That's <laughs> congratulations. You uh-huh. know how to work Amazon, but wait, did she actually post that? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, you're lying. No, oh, I, I thought that that was a bit. Uh, no, I thought that dead was ass. A joke. Dead ass. Did you see how I didn't jump out of my seat? Yeah, no, we, this is, yeah. There, on her, on her IG, she posted a picture of like, it, the main focus was her drinking some green looking ass tea. And then on this counter was this book that was like, how to have hard oh. conversations with like, something like that. And oh like, she, her post doesn't bring attention to the book, but like, it's like, bitch, you, you, you put that book there yeah, for a I reason. I know, she's got it there. I, oh, I, mm, so mm, it's So it's like, that's, oh. gr- that's great that you bought a book, but like, let li- me, li- you know what, I Rachel? Mean, I bought go- plenty of books I haven't read yet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, did you read it though? Did you read I'm, it? Here's here. The picture is on this article. Here, let me just see if I can s- just uh, drag the. And I think nope. it's also not just words. It's also like your actions. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you what do you actually like physically put into practice every day? Right. Mm. To show mm. that you are doing the work and you also but then it maybe becomes a weird thing where you shouldn't be doing it just for show you should be doing it right because it's genuine exactly um so i think that i'm all for people changing and being you know better people and stuff it's it's got to be it's got to be happening though like uh anyway that's all this to say that this statement from matt feels a little bit too toned down for us to not believe uh, that Rachel isn't the one he picks. Like there is nothing about this statement that tells me that he doesn't end up with Rachel. Mm -hmm. And I would be honestly, I would not be surprised if he ends up with Rachel, he picks Rachel proposes and everything. And then they have a fallout based around all the stuff that's come up and Matt's just like, I can't look past this. And like, we finally see something out of Matt that, but do you mm. really think that he's going to say, I can't look past this because uh, his mom's a Trump supporter? Yeah, his mom is something else. Huh? When they so, showed the preview for the next episode at the end of this one and his mom showed up, I had I missed her in the first episode. So I didn't I haven't seen her yet. Uh, so her showing up on my screen, I uh, almost fell out of my chair. I was it was a ghastly apparition <laughs> with those uh, weird. Oh, my God. Patches on her face. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, she, yes. She looks like a Trump supporter. She looks yeah. ill. Okay, um, look, she I'm looks, I'm coming she looks for Matt's like mom. Everyone who complained that my music was loud outside of a Hobby Lobby, like that's exactly what she looks like. Man, I do not get that uh, that reference, <laughs> but I support you. <laughs> Hobby Lobby's a really like conservative store. 
Oh, oh, super conservative, yeah. Well, they can suck it. Fuck you, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming out swinging We're bringing everyone down today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone can get well, the smoke. Incels, Chris D'Elia, Matt James, Rachel. Well, Hobby I mean, Lobby. Chris D'Elia and Incels deserve it big oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's very true. Hobby Lobby, too, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, fuck, fuck Hobby Lobby, <laughs> Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Fuck Hobby Lobby double time. I don't, like, I'm... Look, I just had. I also had a bit of a day. Like, I had a bit of a weekend. Full disclosure: we had to put my dad, my dog, down uh, mm-hmm. this Saturday, and she was my world. I love her very, very much, and I miss her dearly, dearly, dearly. And I'm very irritable these days. And I write for a Magic the Gathering website where we have to post on Reddit and engage in the conversation that's happening there. And let me tell you something: fuck Reddit. <laughs> Fuck everything about Reddit. Like, I don't want to have these conversations. I love talking magic. I will talk magic all the time. But the the um, ire that comes with talking to these guys where they're like, no, to play that card like that, you're just a hypocrite. And I couldn't picture a play group that wants to be around someone who's going to keep me hostage. And I'm like, I just want to make a fun environment for me and my friends. So I choose to play it like this instead of the way that you're picturing it. And they're like, no, fuck you. And I'm like, you better watch your mouth. I'm, I'm going to choke somebody. Uh, so uh, that's what I've been dealing with. And so I'm going to say fuck Reddit, fuck <laughs> Hobby Lobby, fuck Crystalia, uh, fuck everything. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Uh, that said, <laughs> we do have a lovely episode. <laughs> On to the episode. Uh, I I will say, I will say before we go into the episode, this was Mm -hmm. probably the easiest hometowns episode I have ever watched because so breezy. They typically drag this shit out so much. There's so much more drama, at at least on two of that hometowns. There's so much more drama. They sped through that shit. They, I don't know if an editor was like, this is my last week. I'm tired of this shit. I'm just going to wrap this up or whatever. But thank God. God. I felt like if anything, they did a great job. The editing team made this episode feel. Oh like no, that's what I meant. Minutes. Like they instead of going with the rubric of we're going to drag out the most boring things possible, they were like, nope, we're, I'm just going to give people what they actually want. I mean, once. they really sold us that uh, parachute flop, though. Um, which I'm not anyway. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get to that. They're yeah, they're so it's hometowns week. Chris shows up. He's like, we're not sending you to hometowns. We're keeping it safe. Good. Okay, um, we open with Matt doing ab uh, exercises that I've since added to the rotation because they looked very intense, and I cannot do them. Uh, so uh, Matt's working out. Great job. We I see w- how those abs are made. I will say every single time, they always have Matt shirtless. And the amount of time that it takes, like, like between the last time they had him shirtless, and like they timed it perfectly in the sense of like, oh, you it's been too long since you've seen him without a shirt and uh-huh. you're realizing that he's a bland piece of shit so let us have his shirt off again yeah. so then that <laughs> way reminder of yeah all. like yeah. so then you yeah. go back to being down bad and you're going to excuse right. the fact that this guy uh, does not bring anything to the table yeah it's about the abs not the personality yeah exactly yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? We didn't even ask Kicks. What are your like? Just to get an idea of what you're thinking about the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we get your opinions so far? Like highlights, maybe um, like top three things that you want, like that you liked or disliked about it, and what you think about Matt. Oh God, this is. A I know huge, it's a lot of pressure. It's uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, I can start with my opinion of, of Matt because it feels the easiest, which is uh-huh. before before I even 
knew anything about him, my sister was like, they made a mistake. I'm just letting you know uh-huh, they made uh-huh. a mistake. <laughs> and then she texted you a picture of Mike Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this is who it should have been. This uh-huh. is what we could yeah. have had. Yeah. Mike, Mike should have been The Bachelor. It, I'm Hands still... down. No question. At you the time, at the That's time, he wasn't given because he was dating Demi Lovato. Uh, and, oh, well, excuse me. Which at that time I was like, hell yeah, Mike, that's that's so yeah. much better. And then now, like one, they didn't work out. So <laughs> right. now I feel like we missed out on Mike Johnson for no reason. Uh, and two, <laughs> come on, I, he had a shot at trying to find love with Demi Lovato. It just didn't let, work out. D- don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If I had the opportunity to be either The Bachelor or date Demi Lovato, of course I'm going to date Demi Lovato. I'm going to be The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to no. I'm not going to have my <laughs> emotional trauma televised on national television. No. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> Talk about it on stage, your baby. your Instagram followers though. That's what you're doing. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. different though. That's different. I have to <laughs> I would love to be an influencer and be like, "Look at how much uh, how look at this belly. You seen this belly?" <laughs> All right, you know how I keep it smooth? I don't touch it, but this product <laughs> they sent me is apparently very good for it. So you get it now. Listen, step one, I talk about my <laughs> emotional trauma on Instagram. Step two, I start selling tummy tea on Instagram. Step three, I don't know, I moved to California or something. <laughs> I'll figure it out. No, that's that's a must. That's like a, uh-huh. an absolute must. The move yeah. to California. That's how I'll people know there. that you're serious about your craft. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I mean, the end, the end point is accidentally joining a cult. But other mm. than that, that's step accidentally. Six. That's step six. Yeah. I'm not being tricked into a cult. I'm going in shaking hands and being like so this is a cult right <laughs> <laughs> i've been looking for one yeah, listen yeah. listen Honestly, if it is not that's a bad okay. idea for a series i'm writing it down i'm writing it down shopping around not a bad cult. idea if it's, Honestly, a cult, if it's a cult it's okay Honestly, i want it to be a cult yeah. i just want us to just come out and say this is a cult i don't want to waste yeah, my time you want an honest cult yeah. Sure. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> i'm writing it down uh this is how you have you have to say this uh copyright 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 that's, that's yeah okay there yeah, we go anyway continue yeah continue yeah, with so your thoughts on... oh yeah no yeah my opinion of him i also was already super skewed because my sister told me he was a piece of trash before i ever looked at him but then i literally uh-huh. laid eyes on him and was like oh no this will not do <laughs> And then, honestly, the, the, the season started, and he kept saying, and this is, I talked about this with everyone, he kept uh-huh. saying, people expect me to end up with a certain type of person. And I was like, sir, uh-huh. your refusal to just say people want to see me with somebody black is making me mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Just uh-huh. say people want to see me with somebody black. Uh-huh. That's that's what the pressure is. Welcome to my world. <laughs> this uh-huh. is part of my life. And right. yeah, him saying that and I was like, oh, he's not ready for this. And he, and uh-huh. here's the thing. I like me personally, I don't give a fuck like who like like I am someone who when it comes to That's the thing. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, most yeah. people don't like there are there are people of all races who are like, no, you have to date your race. Like keep it in the that, race. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. of all races that exist. Me personally I'm like I, for me, I'm like, yo, if I think you're cute and you text back, then we on. Like, I don't that, that's, 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 I don't, right. I don't care if you're purple. Like, I'm gonna, we in. You text it back, we're in. But, like, the only reason why that whole thing was weird was because it was just like, bro, you didn't have to. Why did you say that? Like, you didn't have well, to. Well, the thing was, I, I feel like if he was, if you're gonna say it, just 
say it. Like, don't go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some people expect mm-hmm. me to be with they just feel like some black people don't want to see me with anyone but a black woman. Mm-hmm. And they feel yeah. like if I end up with someone who's not black, I'll be a traitor in some way. Right. And right. I'm just here to f- just say it. If yeah. you're going to yeah, say yeah. it, just say it. Otherwise, just I'm here to yeah, find yeah. love. Right. And go about exactly. There it is. In defense of him. Do you think that maybe like. A, it's a, an ABC show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's Disney. Do you think that ABC mm-hmm. maybe didn't want him to say something like that? That's always a possibility. Uh, that's a possibility, mm-hmm. but let that. But come why would out they make him they would right? More right. It's better to say it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like, oh, so you got your first Black Bachelor and then immediately censored him from telling you about his dating truth? Great. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, Way yeah. to start. Start off with the right <laughs> yeah. foot. No, no, no. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because I just feel like. The way he was saying that was similar to the statements in the sense that mm-hmm. it like feels like it's kind of coded language. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, that's why I feel like maybe they did have a say in that they were like, well, you, okay, maybe say it this way, you know? And then he was yeah. like, sure. But I Which feel like it's cool definitely in, in him right. to be kind of coded that way. You know what I mean? I think maybe he was For like, sure. I got to tiptoe around because America is mean to me, you know, like. Yeah. So um, I can see it from all that. But honestly, when he just kept saying it in that fireside chat, I was like, oh, way to announce that you're uh, taking a white lady to the finals. And it doesn't matter yeah. who's there, <laughs> even if it's, you know, it's it's going to be a white lady you end up with. Like That's, <laughs> that's pretty much. How, yeah, that, that was what broadcast. That was what that was the big takeaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and w- once that's again, what me that's and I okay, first thing. That's fine. That's the thing Matt. is nobody's yeah. criticizing him. Exactly. For, just like... I have no high horse to be on, Matt. But listen, <laughs> you didn't have to say that statement the way you did. That's it. <laughs> you ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, so you uh, you get it. You know what Matt's like. You you were not super impressed with Matt. No, um, not, yeah, I, no, have you been enjoying the season so far? Um, I don't know if I would use the word enjoy. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> have you have you been able to endure the season a little bit? All right. I've been entertained by the season for sure. Mm-hmm. This is also the moment that I realized that the women's wardrobes aren't provided unless Victoria yeah. is a hundred percent a plant because uh-huh. you know no, <laughs> yeah. no producer no, would ever they, put that on a contestant. Like I literally. I will never forget the moment she walked out on screen and I was like, is this woman wearing a Fashion Nova sweatsuit on the first date? (laughs) (laughs) The reason that I knew that it was a Fashion Nova sweatsuit was because I had just been on Fashion Nova looking at sweatsuits (laughs) and she's wearing that exact same shit. I was like, oh my God, she's she's actually wearing a Fashion Nova sweatsuit to the very first date. And I was like, okay, so uh, the women Uh pick their own clothes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top I one. bet they find out that they're on The Bachelor and they get like maybe an amount of money that they can spend on a wardrobe that they can bring with them. Maybe so, we'll so Victoria just wanted to pocket that. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I yeah, just yeah. Googled this to make sure that this is still uh, relevant. But if you are a contestant on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, not Paradise, Bachelor and Bachelorette, right. you are not paid. Yeah. So Bree. So you are going. So a Ooh. lot of the people who go on the show will go into debt because they're buying all of these clothes to look good. Mm-hmm. So one, imagine For quitting your person. job to go on this show and getting kicked off night one. Two, imagine going into credit card debt to buy a bunch of clothes that look good to be on the show just to be knocked off on night night one. And the only time the only time you're paid is if you're the bachelor or bachelorette or you go on paradise. Then you are paid. 
outside. Yeah, I mean, some of these girls are definitely making paradise, but also think about how like Mari had like thirty seconds of screen time, uh, and mm-hmm. is I don't know if she's gonna come to paradise because she made such like a non-impression. Um, That's so like, depressing. Who is that? Yeah. Um, now we gotta end the podcast because I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> That sucks. I, I think that they should all get a stipend. This is like their, this is like their big horse on ABC. This is like the show. They should at least get some sort of stipend to be like, hey, Ooh. guess what? Your rent's fine. No, I was going to say, depending on the budget of the show, they would cover the rent. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, <laughs> little background information on me. When my family was on our show, they paid our rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Kix was on a reality show back in the day. With my Wait. entire family what? when I was 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was called Under One Roof. Um, it aired on UPN in the United States before mm-hmm. it merged with the, merged with the WB to become the CW, yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't air in its entirety in North America, but it did air in its entirety in Australia. There were eight <laughs> episodes. It was us and four other families competing in Fiji to win a dream vacation home. Mm. Wow. You yeah. know, Australians love watching stuff with Fiji. Uh, Kix, you want to know what I'm rewatching right now? Beauty and the Geek what Australia. Is... Uh, I mean. I know. We watched that a lot together. Okay, yeah. so we got to talk about The Bachelor. I'm just happy you're here. Uh, so, Bria, you have not seen the season of The Bachelor before, so you don't know about hometowns exactly as they're supposed to be. Normally, they fly to that person's hometown, and they get to spend the time and meet the family and yeah. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, I planned this situation where I, we're going to go around to where maybe I went to high school and skate yeah. in the hockey ring. You know, the contestant like that. basically shows the, uh, the bachelor or bachelorette around their hometown doing various things. And then it ends where they with, could picture them living, maybe if that's how they want to go. Right. And then they yeah. end up meeting the family um, right. at the family home. And then that's when like. And then they dip. They don't give roses. They they do no. a rose ceremony after Elsewhere. they've met all of the. So the, if right. you don't make it to the rose ceremony, it's because you either got broken up with or you broke up with the bachelor, right. the bachelorette at hometowns. Right. So oh, at hometowns. And so hometowns now in quarantine are a little bit strange, but I appreciate that they're doing it safely. So. Chris shows up. He's like, we're bringing in your family. Here's who all is coming. Serena, your first. Uh, Ser- Serena, your mom, dad, and your sister, Talia, all coming from Markham, Ontario. Rachel, your mom, dad, and your sister, Trinity, which, by the way, that name, uh, are coming from coming, Georgia. Uh, Michelle, your mom and dad are here from Minnesota. Bree, your mom, your best friend, who also happens to be named Bree, uh, and your sister are here. And I was like, sister? Oh, okay. I didn't know Brie had a sister, and I did not know that it was going to be a baby. I just completely spaced on the sister being the baby. I was like, oh, whose baby is that? Why is that? Oh, my God. He even said baby sister, and it didn't click for me either. It I did was not like, click. what is this baby? And then my roommates like, were like, yeah. it's, uh, it's her sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably why I was like, oh, then Talia must be older than Serena. You know what I mean? Because I was like, he didn't call her the baby sister. And, uh, yeah, so we have hometown number one. We're going to Michelle's parents. Now, Michelle starts off by saying, all my feelings are very much there. The last piece is my family. She is in. She jumps into his arms and their shirts match. And I think they're very cute together. And they're riding Mm -hmm. bikes. And he wants kids that ride bikes with them. And she says that she's got a fun day plan. And she says that a bunch of times. And they go 
to wherever they are on the Nemecolon Resort, and they have an auditorium where she, she's got her Zoom classroom set up, and she is all a bunch of her students are there, and the kids are asking questions to her and Matt on Zoom. So Michelle Young, Miss Young, as the kids call her, and I thought this segment was really cute for a little bit. What do you guys think? Tell me, tell me what you thought about this. I thought it was real awkward, but that was just. <laughs> I had a real hard time with it. I was like, they got the best behaved kids possible. And uh-huh. I just feel like that will be so awkward because if it doesn't work out, you're going to go back to the classroom to go exactly. back to class. Oh, and you're going to get gonna flamed like, by these kids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These kids They're will have no like, oh, mercy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Why can't you find love, Miss Young? You're like, just fucking, oh, oh, just right. got to transfer schools. <laughs> Um, she, but as a teacher, you got to transfer school. Billy, if you don't study for your test, you're going to fail. Just like how you failed your relationship with Matt, Miss Young. <laughs> oh, no, this hurts. That's the uh, thing. That's what I thought. Like, imagine trying to discipline the kids <laughs> after and they and their mom probably watched you get broken up with on tv <laughs> yeah like or all like, like parent teacher interviews or make out <laughs> with that in the hot air balloon <gasps> parent teacher like, interviews are just gonna be them asking about uh-huh. the season of the bachelor you were yeah on. yeah i didn't even or, think uh, of that where in the parent teacher meetings uh, like michelle's just you're gonna, gonna like, lecture I'm my sorry, kid but your son your son is just you know they need to apply themselves more they're just being too distracted and they just they're just not applying themselves. And then the parents is going to be like, how can you be a good judge of character if you couldn't judge uh, Matt X, Y, and Z? It's just, oh my right. God, this poor woman. I mean, first of all, if I was Michelle, that's like an earrings out kind of moment. That's like a preparing a fight. If you're going to come at me like that, you're going to be like, well, I'm not a ju- bad judge of character. I'll just tell you what, I'm ready to swing. I'm not going to take Wait that. Wait a second. Trip. How long has earrings out been an expression? Like I've heard taking your earrings off, but I've never just heard it phrase so perfectly it's an earrings out moment time for me to just (laughs) what can i I say i must be a pioneer okay because i haven't (laughs) heard it anyway but i know the sentiment um but yeah no that's like uh you can't have these on my ears anymore because if you grab at it that's a that's an advantage to you that i do not want to provide i mean Um, i get i know you get it but (laughs) that said if if a parent came at me like that i'd be like look if you want to fight we got to do it off property but i'm coming for you you know like i'm not (laughs) Uh, I do so, like yeah. how I like how one, one thing I liked was just the range of messiness. All of these questions were like there was yes. some like yes. Matt, how what's your favorite color? To basically one kid in the most kid way fashion, basically uh-huh. asking the kid version of y'all fuck. <laughs> like basically yeah. was asking those questions. Yeah, 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 they were trying to break them up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Those questions were hard. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, do you think that the kids came up with the questions themselves, or do you think that the producers I planted think them? They came up with them and got them approved. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like. So I- yeah, I thought it was cute for a little bit, and then like it, it started off with like we've learned a lot from Miss Young. What have you learned from Miss Young? Mm-hmm. And he's like you know being in the moment being appreciative and patient and all that stuff and it's like have you guys kissed yet and like ah we're holding hands okay <laughs> all right it's like, hey man it's a world that you don't have to lie about this you why are you hiding kissing from yeah yeah kids? also that was weird to me i was like i think kids know oh yeah adults yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they know what kissing is they know uh-huh. what yeah. the kid wasn't like, like it's gross. 
Yeah. yeah, doesn't it stigmatize it more to be like, oh, this is something we can't talk about? Right. Like, well, it, I, think, I, mean, I feel like... <laughs> remember his mom, right? His mom looks like somebody who... Uh, yeah, who, who eschews all physical contact. Uh, Honestly, she looks know. like a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are spicy this episode! <laughs> I, yeah, I was about to say... I, I don't know why he hid the kissing thing. Like me neither. I thought it was weird. Like it's not like the kid was just like, "Yo, did you blow out Miss Young's back yet?" Like it wasn't like <laughs> that. Yeah. It was just like, "Did y'all kiss?" Which Tyler. Me... <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> sweets aren't until next week. Is <laughs> it like, yeah, not yeah. yet? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I don't. But they did ask like, "Are you going to have babies? Are you going to marry her?" You know. Mm-hmm. I do think that the fun part of this is that it showed that the kids really like her and that yeah. she misses these kids. She is invested in her job. Mm-hmm. She loves doing what she does. And that fucking rules. That she, made me really happy for them. It made me really happy for her. And honestly, they look so cute together. They have such chemistry. It is such a shame that he's totally going to pick Rachel most likely. Yeah. Uh, just what a shame. Just such it's, a shame because they look like the real deal. After that and I day, want the best for her. And if the best for her is Matt, which I don't get. But if you're not. happy, if you're happy, be happy. Do you see how earnest and sweet that woman is? I yeah. might don't know nothing She's about that. I'm, from minute one. She like, is She is perfect. And that's why it's so sad. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, the, too pure. Yeah. I will say after that day, it's clear uh, that one... Uh, Michelle is amazing at her job. You can just tell. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Based off of those questions, those questions, those kids weren't trying to be messy. You can tell they were being defensive of Michelle. Mm-hmm. They yeah, gave yeah. a yeah. fuck about Michelle. Two, yeah, some you of can these tell kids she's were like, you're going to come from my favorite teacher right now. Right. Better be. <laughs> and two, you can tell based off of how those kids are with her that she is one of those teachers that you will be 36 and you're still talking about your third grade teacher oh, and how pivotal oh, wow. she was. She's one of those teachers. She's like, she's like a, like a, like a, like a, a Hillary Swank Freedom Riders kind of teacher. Like one of those teachers who wait, legit No, wait a second. This might be wait the wrong, a minute. This might be the wrong. No, hold on. The wrong, wrong reference. Say, let's not pull out a white savior movie. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I couldn't think of another teacher movie that involves uh, Coach Carter. She's a Coach Carter without the basketball. That's what it is. That's what, that's what, that's I haven't SLJ seen Coach Carter, so I can't. <laughs> I have, Isn't it Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, yeah, it is. I haven't seen Freedom Riders since <laughs> high school, so let me let me clarify. It's okay. Man, it's been if, it had an impact on you, just like your teacher from ninth <laughs> grade uh, or whatever. Uh, it, I I look. I thought they were cute, right? They were cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. What do you guys think in terms of their 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 chemistry, Bria? What do you think of them together? I honestly really like Michelle, and mm-hmm. I. And that's why my heart hurts mm-hmm. for her because I feel like she's so invested mm-hmm. in him, mm-hmm. but yes. I don't feel like he's giving her really what she deserves. Like I just, mm-hmm. I think they have fun together and I definitely think that there is a connection there, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's unfortunately as deep as some of the other contestants. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit hard to watch, but she does seem to be an amazing person. So I'm hoping that, you know she'll find yeah, true love outside finds... of the show exactly i like i really honestly want her to have a wonderful happy life because mm-hmm. i that's all we want this for is her. my first yeah this is my first season watching it and just since i saw her on screen for the first time i was like i love her energy she just like radiates mm-hmm. this positive yeah. energy yeah. she just seems 
and she's a very like calming those funny post credits things mm-hmm. yeah i get the feeling that she's the kind of woman that matt feels like he should be with and that's why she's there not necessarily because he's like that Isn't into her that he's like, she's that is yeah. exactly mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, we, he, he does oh my god yes because there are those people who well, see no, this but, is why we have kicks on the show this is why we gotta get kicks out of here because this is the kind of shit that kicks will say out loud while we're watching the bachelor and i have to be like well hold on a fucking second we can we pause (laughs) it we gotta because this is making me rethink their whole thing and uh you know wow she's like sweet and nice and earnest and he's like oh yeah so goofy and fun like all all the post-credit sequences for the last like two three weeks have been michelle doing something funny yeah you know what i mean so like Anyway, they do this teacher thing, they, the classroom. Uh, they go on to a patch of grass. They smooch. She tells him she really likes him. She's falling in love with him. He's like, thank you for sharing that. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, they get to where her parents First are First off, staying. I just want to say, if I was dating someone and I told them I'm falling in love with them and they said thanks for sharing that, I'm fist fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I was yeah. about, I, look, honest, no. I know that they're on ABC and they have to be like, I cannot say anything right now. I would rather see that part where it's like, I'm not allowed to tell you how I feel right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But know that I appreciate you in a big way. Like that would me, that would be so much more impactful and meaningful than thank you very much. You know, I romance and the fairy tale isn't there. Exactly. You can see the strings. And then people Matt tell Rachel that he was falling for her. He did, he but sure that's because he forgot about the goddamn rules for a fucking second because he can't <laughs> control himself around that woman. Air. They huh? put it on air, too, though. I know. That's, that's not on him. It's on everybody. Oh, <sighs> fuck. My screen, my internet just buzzed. But You're I, back. Yeah, yeah. But I was just saying, like, yeah, it's not it's not all on him. But, like, I guarantee that they saw that they were like, <gasps> maybe we let this one slide because mm-hmm. this is the first time he's expressed anything to anybody. <laughs> um <laughs> So they go to where her parents are staying. Michelle's parents are staying. And she's like, just relax. Be yourself. And they open the door. And her mom bolts. She, like, just gets up and runs right to her. Her mom could not be happier to see her. Her dad is so fucking cute. And he is so happy to see her smiling and playful. He says that. She's like, she's smiling so much. And she's so playful. And I miss seeing her like this. And he's worried he might be in love with the other women, too. And she's just being protective. And he's like, I don't want to see her hurt. But she looks so happy. And I'd give anything for this to last, uh, you know, forever. And it means so much. And we see that her, her parents... Man, that what a uh, it's so clear that they yeah. love her so much and they're supportive. And we find out that while Michelle and her mom are talking, we find out what Matt is doing. Apparently he's, he's planting hydroponic gardens and to teach inner city kids how to grow food and stuff. So that's a pretty cool thing about Matt that we haven't had yet, which is like Put that in the show. Let's. How about try Honestly. to make him like. How about make us like him? Yeah, a little bit. I like Michelle's parents seem like those parents who like if you dated Michelle in real life and y'all broke up, her parents are so Ooh. sweet that they would still, they would still like text you like, hey, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they like that. Those they, like, the kind of parents who like. When you break up, you're you just have like, to be the right kind of guy, though, too, right? Like, oh, I don't yeah. see yeah. them doing that to somebody who's going to no. break no, their you, heart. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. You, you you had real love for their daughter, and they yeah. understood that. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like one of yeah, those. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like one of those, or like if y'all yes. broke up, you're just like, like, listen, I, I think I need space. So Michelle, I'm so sorry, I can't talk to you. I need the space to heal from this relationship. That being said, can uh-huh. I still hang out with your parents? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I feel like breaking up with her and also breaking up with oof. her parents would be like kind of almost equally sad. Cause yeah. Pretty devastating because like they're so lovely. wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really do. Honestly, and this is probably the highest praise possible. Mike, you know this. I I could tell my parents. I knew it. I, yeah. oh, I was so ready to call this shot. I was so ready to call this shot. Kix's parents yeah. are the most lovely people in the world. They 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 do nothing but be the best and make the best people. And uh, yeah, I got that vibe too. Are y'all adopting? I didn't tear up watching them. Right I mean, they low-key have been adopting all of my friends since I was in middle school. Like legit, the last time I was yes. home, my dad had one friend that he really wanted to meet come over and he like without any prompting because my friend is a lesbian went into the speech about how he's like look i'm a christian but we're the kind of christians that love everyone regardless and even when this girl isn't here if you need somewhere to go you can always turn up at my door and i was uh-huh. like Dad, no one asked you for this no uh-huh. one asked you for this but he was just like i just like everybody who loves her we love okay and i was uh-huh. like thank you dad uh Flacco, if you could uh just uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, let's go smoke weed in your car oh. <laughs> Oh, how's Flacco doing? Oh my God, this is we gotta catch up more. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean these they're wonderful, and yeah. I did get a very I very much did get a uh, yeah. your parents vibe. Uh, it immediately made me like her more, and made me feel like Matt. If you don't, if you break <sighs> this girl's heart, yeah, that's how. Yeah. Just the whole time watching that hometown, Bria, I was on the same page. I was like, oh, I know he's gonna break her fucking heart, and I'm yeah. just. It, like you, you end up it. going from like this is so sweet and I love her family to then you just yeah. get angry because you know what well, the yeah. future is. You know what moment did it for me was, uh, excuse me, as she's talking to her dad, he goes, "If he proposed, would you say yes?" And she doesn't say anything. She nods, and like is kind of like getting teary eyed, and she's like, "This is it." Like, and he is beaming. And he, but he's also worried because she's like had a bad dating history. She's talking to him like you and my, you and mom saw me in a really bad place, and she starts crying. And her dad's I like, know. "But you bounce back, and that's our job to be there and protect you from oh. anything that would hurt you." But it's he's so kinda, much love. I can't. I know. <laughs> yeah. He's so, he so stoked, but so worried. It was uh, one of those. Know, it was like. Honestly, what I would aspire to be if I, oh, if I ever became a father of just like, yeah. look, I at the end of the day, you're an adult. I have to let you do your own thing. But that look screamed, I, I don't want you to yeah. do this because I, I feel like you're going to get hurt. But I'm going to let you do this because you're an adult and I respect you and I respect you being having the ability to make your own decisions. And if he hurts oh, you, man. I am here for you and I will provide yeah. you the support and comfort you need. And also, well, actually, I can only provide it for so long because I'm going to go to jail for murdering the guy who hurt you. But uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. until they, then, we'll I got have to, you. We'll have to get our, our, our uh, God, what's it called? Calling cards Alibi. ready for it. Yeah. No, I mean, sure. <laughs> Just make sure that I can call you. Uh, all, all I'm saying is like, I agree. I would love to be this kind of dad. But mm. I, knowing me, there would be like 40% more crying. <laughs> Uh, cause I am going to tear up. Yeah. You're all nodding. It is not fair. How quickly you guys started. <laughs> nodding. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Her dad rules. Um, he is worried about her, but also is like so stoked to see her so happy. And there's a part of him that's like, you've been here before, but this could be the real thing. He's not lost all hope. He's getting along with Matt. He's talking to Matt. Matt is saying a, a lot of really nice things about her. She's like, are you in love with her? Matt says, I haven't told her that yet. I'm falling for her. Right. And he's like, if I need to move to Minnesota, then we're going to move to Minnesota. There's nothing I wouldn't do to keep. There's nothing that I wouldn't do that would keep me from her. And he, her dad says, we trust her decision and make her decision making process. And we respect whatever she decides to do and be supportive in whatever way. And um, that's when the group chat chimed in with this man wants fame, not Minnesota. And we're like, <laughs> OK, yes, that's fact. So he's about to break her heart. And she's talking to her mom. I really like him. Uh, you think he could be the one? Michelle starts nodding and crying a little bit. And her mom's like, who would have ever thought? Isn't this fast for you? And Michelle's like, it's crazy. I miss take things slow over here. And, you know, it just it still feels right. And Michelle is thrilled her parents like him. And they're all really getting along when they're playing basketball. And, you know, you see how much her parents still seem like they're in love. Right. Oh yeah, that's oh, clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, so when they're playing basketball, it's very sweet. Overall, I thought this hometown would have been amazing if we could see that Matt wasn't going to pick another lady over. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Um, shall we move on to hometown number two? Yes. Oh yeah. I don't want to. I have half a paragraph on this one. Uh, it's really nothing. No notes on this. Uh, Rachel shows up in a convertible car and she's like, uh, Hey bitch boy, do you trust me? And he's like, yep. And she blindfolds him. Uh, I don't know. That's the energy I got. I was like, Hey, do you trust me? And he's like, okay. And she's like, take this red blindfold and <laughs> wear it on your face. And, uh, there was somebody who tweeted, uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Chris, you retweeted this one. Oh, you uh, you remember Matt, that? Matt seeing uh, Rachel's red flags. like, and it was a Yeah, Matt and ignoring yeah. Rachel's red Rachel's flags. Red flags it and yeah. it's a red blindfold in this, in this car. So good. Um, she blindfolds him. She just like speeds down a runway. Uh, uh, and it, it's like, okay, great. You got a car out of the... Sure. All right. And then she stops at a plane and they're skydiving outfits. And he's like, this is the perfect date. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we're going to go skydiving. Oh, my God. Perfect date. What? Okay, sure. And then he's like, what could go wrong? Like they made I him say that uh, after every preview shows it happening. Every preview made it seem like Rachel was going to fall down yeah. hard. Okay. We, this is bad to say, but we texted each other like we were expecting concussions. Don't air us out like this. <laughs> we were like, we were expecting concussions. Like, just like something, just like. Should have at least seen a medic. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. The way at the least. preview she said, made it my sound. Back. <laughs> yeah. The way the preview made it seem like it made it seem like she was going to get an, an ambulance. Was just, was gonna call. She, she was fine. Like, she was. Yeah. It's totally a, fine. That was probably I mean, the most struggle that she ex ex experienced. But I, I will say it's funny because during that date, that that date reminds me of just all the times I've either like gone out with someone or, or like when trying to message someone to go on a date with. And they're uh -huh. like, I want someone who's adventurous. Would you jump out of a plane for me? No. What the fuck? <laughs> no. Of course, adventure is not wanting to die. Adventure is like, yeah, let me like I 
I can't think of an example, but I'm not jumping out of a fucking Look, plane for. Hey, man, I don't trust the chair I'm sitting again. on. I'm gonna trust the parachute in the air. Are you kidding me? If you haven't met my mom, I'm not jumping out of a plane for you. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's other yeah. people. I can, I can, I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no offense to you. I'm not saying you're not. My mom's jumping. not going to meet you at my funeral. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. It's like, eh, this is partially my fault. You're going to say partially because you're covering your bases. <laughs> yeah. Like, this this yeah. is, I'm not, not like, like, okay. So, uh, Bria kicks question to y'all. Someone you're dating. You like you've gone out with them enough where they're not strangers, uh-huh. but it's not like it's not like super serious yet. And they're okay. like, "Let's go on an adventurous date. Let's jump out of a plane." Would you jump out of a plane? Uh, the short answer is no, uh, because <laughs> as you said, I literally can't imagine doing that with someone who like whose name my mother does not know. Uh-huh. Like they're gonna find out, like, oh yeah, no, it was a terrible skydiving accident. She was with blah blah blah, and my mom goes, "Who's that?" I I can't allow that. <laughs> I mean, I can't allow you, that. How about change the question? Would you do it with like your best friend, who's like, "Look, let's just go skydiving." Is this like off the table for you indefinitely uh, for sure? Oh or is no, that something? no. Okay, see, that's I would I'm, definitely, okay, okay. I would definitely try. I'm gonna say definitely, but like on the right day, like sixty yeah, yeah, yeah. day, sixty percent of the year, I'd be like, yeah, sure. And my parents have always been like, oh my god, get out there, do whatever you want, make the most uh-huh. of your youth. So like, yeah. they would be. My mom would say like, oh, a couple of years ago, I would have gone with you. That's uh-huh. what she, <laughs> but, <laughs> she would. <laughs> Bria, what about you? <laughs> I would with a friend, but not with someone. The same thing, not mm-hmm. with someone that my parents didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm even not with someone. I'm not going to risk my life with someone who hasn't even committed to me. Like, no, you're already risking your life meeting um, um, like someone out who you've never met before or don't know that well. Every interaction with a man is a risk. So (laughs) why? Why why would you don't give them more fuel for the doxing? Don't give them ideas. (laughs) Don't give them ideas. Just lean all the way in, actually. Uh, Yeah, 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 full, full gear. It's all. Yeah. Push. The car they're already the coming floor. after you just go yeah. for it Keep i would I understand just... <laughs> a little more i would understand a little more if this was past fantasy suites and like you got dicked uh... down so good where it was just like all right i'll jump out of a plane like i no. i would understand that <laughs> i don't know i would un- I like i oh go ahead I was gonna say I think the only person who's got that much magic going on might be Future because <laughs> he continues to convince women to sleep with him unprotected clearly, even though that's the most dangerous man on earth, I swear. Yeah. I don't understand it. He has wow. like, it was funny, he has like six or seven baby mamas and they all united together to basically serve future like papers to like pay child support and someone tweeted <laughs> futures baby mamas are unionizing <laughs> <laughs> but think about oh, how good. much i mean like i know he's famous at this point but think about like how much sauce you have to have to mm-hmm. for a woman to know he's got Seven, yeah. seven baby mamas yeah. and he's kind yeah, yeah, yeah. of trash with all of them right and i'm really gonna i'm gonna do this and you can't even go the whole well maybe they're trying to secure a bag route because future is historically known for not paying child support uh-huh. and he's dividing it between like seven eight other children that's a terrible yeah. investment yeah. that's, that's, well, yeah, that's also, a, isn't... a terrible investment this yeah <laughs> 
This human life that is bonding me to this other person <laughs> is a terrible a investment. Choice. No, absolutely not. Bad return on investment. Um, we, no, let's move, well, let's move no, forward. No, Bria, what were you going to say real quick? Oh, oh no, isn't one of, um, didn't he have a baby with Sierra? Yeah. Yes, he did. Right. And it's not like she needs money from no, him, but it's she, just like, you know, be a, be a parental figure. She was fine before future and she is uh, so much better. So much. Yeah. Now yeah, yeah, she's yeah, with yeah, she's doing great. Wilson. Yeah. She yeah. got, she found her a good church going mm-hmm. man. But I thought that the skydiving, it kind of confirmed to me that Matt and Rachel's connection is toxic. (laughs) Don't you think, okay, I think of Michelle as, Michelle is like the only securely attached person I've ever seen Mm -hmm. on television. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I see her and I'm like, I think that you have secure attachment and I've never Uh seen that before. But then I see him with Rachel and I'm like, this just seems like chaos. And Big I think time. that's what's attractive to him. Mm-hmm. I think that Michelle to him maybe feels like a risk because she is so secure. She's exactly like you oh, said, wow. the person that you should want to be with. And I think mm-hmm. his internal mm-hmm. struggle is he's like, well, I don't want to be with her. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think I he's, 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 it's actually funny you say that because I just bought the book Attached. Uh, that I've been meaning to read, and uh, which is just basically about. <laughs> See what I mean? You can buy books and not read them. Well, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to read. I'm I know, I'm kidding. It. But it's about attachment love styles <laughs> and with relationships yeah. and dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, one major thing that led me to buying it was I was uh, I listened to this clip from this podcast where the host she was just talking about how people who are anxious often uh, end up gravitating towards people who like they are constantly anxious around and there's like droughts where they get the love and affection that they actually want. But when they do, it's so joyous and so amazing that they equate that drought and those small bursts of joy with passion. And this is who I'm meant to be with. And that's why oftentimes like people who are actually healthy for you, uh, you find that's boring because you get so used to that need and that craving for that attention from that person that when someone's actually treating you the way that not only you've been wanting to be treated this whole time, but you actually deserve to be treated, it gets equated as boring because it's like you're mistaking passion for that determination to convert that person to be obsessed with you. And Is now the wrong time to say I miss stand-up comedy? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I say all this to say I, I think that's what it is where Matt is finding someone like Michelle boring because probably with his dating history he probably just finds risk and he finds he thinks that he's more passionate about that when he's just more used mm-hmm. to it and like when when someone told me like, I think oh go ahead no, I was gonna say I I do think that he finds her to be like steady in a way that maybe his his past love interests have not been. But I also feel mm. like there's inherently more risk in getting involved with her because he can't easily detach himself through like her irrational behavior. Like if he's used right. used to that, it's like oh, there's energy and there's passion and that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. But also like him and her could have a falling out and he's like okay i don't need to say bye to anyone but like her pa- michelle's parents would clearly right. ex- expect an explanation right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah you're doing what 
And, and I also, I don't think she's boring. I just think that she, because she's obviously like very funny. Right. All the little yeah. like, clips at oh, the end a, that they yeah. show of yeah. her. She has a, she great has a personality. Boring is not a word I would for use for her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just think that she's more secure. secure. Yeah. And I yes. think that she's also, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, I think out of the women left, she's the most confident in herself. Yeah. I get a lot of, I. she seems to be, to me, quite secure in herself. Maybe... I'm wrong, um, but I find that she seems to be someone, I think that maybe what he feels is that she might not need him and maybe that scares. Oh, oh. well, like we said at the first episode, Matt James loves a wounded bird. We're not mm -hmm. going to forget that he does. The, mm -hmm. the, he loves to gravitate towards women who are, who need him, who hit with like, you know, I've had, this trauma happened to me, and he's like, I want to be there to protect you from right. that. Uh, and, that was early on. And one, th uh, one, Kix, one thing I want to... You seem to not like that at all. <laughs> That's so gross to me. It is very gross. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. I, I do want right. to add, uh, I did see a TikTok once that kind of, it stuck with me because I think, I don't know if it's 100% true, but I feel like there's some truth to it, which is uh. oftentimes... When people are dating, uh, when they find someone who is secure and has it together, uh -huh. the reason why often those people don't find, aren't like instantly locked up or often find being themselves being left on red and things like that, uh -huh. is because oftentimes in life, people, when they find someone who is actually the quote unquote right person, they feel like they are in a position of their lives where... Oh, I can't find the right person right now. I'm still trying to figure stuff out. So they turn those people away because mm -hmm. it seems too permanent. Like then yeah. they start thinking about the idea of long term and things like that. And long term is a very scary thought for a lot of people. So because of that, they're like, well, I can't date this person because they're too they're too perfect. And they're going to make me want to think about settling down. And I don't know if I yeah. want to settle down yet. So I'm just going to stay with things that are unstable because that feels more easier to deal with than the idea of I might have found someone who I can do yeah. something long term with. And, and that could be something with Michelle versus Rachel, where it's like Michelle seems like someone who like if I was dating after, like after a couple of dates, I would be like, <laughs> all right, so we're going to get married and uh, and a Gabi, uh, Gazebo. There we go. I couldn't even. That would have been so much better. I didn't know what you were going for. Gazpacho. Gazpacho. We're gonna get married in a gazebo, and I'll be I'll be a stay at home husband, and we're gonna have four kids. And like it just, I feel like she because of how secure she is, it's just like you said. There's this at least on a subconscious level. A, a layer of intimidation of not only how secure oh, yeah. she is, but in the sense of like, she's too, like, maybe, maybe Matt realizes Michelle's too good for him. And he's just like, I can't. I mean, I don't know, man. I like that. That is possible. And mm. I, you know, I hope it's true. But if somebody's like, no, you're not too good for me. You're the thing for me. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what else there is though? And I'm, I'm really curious how this is going to, come across or what your opinions on this are is like uh -huh. there's like there's obviously there's different kinds of pretty there's different ways of being pretty uh -huh. and i feel like there are certain guys who like they'll be able to look at a woman and say oh yeah she's pretty but like she's not a trophy 
And I feel like Michelle is very attractive, but she's not attractive in the way that, that people are like, God damn! Like, they're just like, I, like, whoever she's with, and I don't necessarily know that I feel like anyone on Liz mm-hmm. Left is of that variety, but mm-hmm. I do feel like Matt is the kind of person who needs to feel like the person that I'm with is absolutely the center of attention right now. And mm-hmm. I feel like Michelle has kind of an aura about her where that's, that's not necessarily the energy that she's going to give off when she walks into the room. That's I feel like eyes true. are on her for being very vibrant, though. Like, all the scenes we mm-hmm. are getting of her now, first of yes. all, could they be more uh, telecasting that they're uh, picking her for Bachelorette, possibly? Uh, adding every post-credit sequence of her having a great time and being, lo- like, every single one has been her being like, I'm very likable and fun. You're going to want to root for me to find love. Okay, um, I was thinking that. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I was thinking no, 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 that. You... But do you think she would do it? Because I... I don't know that she would. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Okay. Because yeah. I don't think that she's in this for the TV. I no. genuinely I agree. do think she, she is in yep. it for love. Yep. Yeah. Right. And, and the thing is, I mean, I think that she would be able to find somebody out of those 30 guys that she meets or whatever. But I think she'd be like, look, I need time to heal. I can't just jump into this a month she, later. Plus, I was right. ready to say yes to this man. And yeah. uh, I'm going to go teach at my job right now. Like, I got a whole life, and I'm not about say, to give that shit up. If she turned it down, it's for two reasons. One, because she wanted time to heal. And two, because uh-huh. she cares so much about oh, teaching yes. that yes. She, she does not like the idea of being having to take a longer break from teaching her kids. I got to drive a little bit more right now because I know Chris has an out and I don't want to skip anything in 45 minutes. You don't apologize. Chris has been talking a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Needs needs to be out at a certain time and he's he's going on about a book. You don't talk about books. I love it. I I love it. I'm thrilled that you're talking more. Look at me reading new apartment books. Yes. Very nice new apartment, by the way. Sounds lovely. Thank you very much. Um, we do have to, like, first of all, it's great that we have this time because Rachel's hometown, pretty uneventful. They yeah. skydive. Matt screams in the air. He's having a great time. He falls. He, like, gingerly. It's very easy for him. She falls down hard, and her bet oh, my back hurts, but she's fine. And is it wrong for me to say I wanted more? Yeah, it's probably wrong to wish somebody would be hurt, seriously. But the way that they previewed that scene, I was like, well, I feel ripped off, which is not the right feeling. That said, (laughs) when she got up and her hair was all messed up and immediately after it was all brushed out, I was like, great, great job, editors. We did it. And then the other part was she was like, ow, my back. And I almost half expected her to be like, can you kiss it better? Like just something (laughs) gross like that. I thought she was going to be gross like that. And she was going to be a horny baby. Um, Anyway, I know it's gross kicks. Have you forgotten that I say some really stupid shit hoping it gets a laugh? It did. (laughs) Um, So Matt's worried about meeting her family. Uh, He's worried about her, how she's feeling. He's like, you know. She says that he's so sweet that, you know, that's what I want in a partner. That he's, you know, he's worried about me. He cares about me. He wants me to be safe and everything. That's great. The bare minimum. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> you know, so they are meeting her folks. She's like, are you nervous? He's like, yes. <laughs> uh, probably the most nervous out of all the parents I'm going to meet. <laughs> Let's not hide it. Right. Uh, and then. Her dad, her mom are talking. It's like, uh, I hope they take their time. I mean, what's the rush, you know? 
Um, and then Mia Jackson texted me. She's like, I need a 23 and me on her father. Uh, because well, he looks like K Mark, Eric Estrada. Like he looks, he looks, <laughs> Eric Estrada. He looks like if that Eric, is what he, looks like. he looks like if Eric Estrada and George Lopez fucked in a Cracker Barrel. Like that's exactly oh, no. that would make babies. Just, you got to <laughs> add the level of racism to it, and like every Cracker. Right. Don't get me wrong, I love Cracker Barrel, but every time that's I'm in Cracker you Barrel, because wanted to say Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need an excuse to say Cracker. <laughs> listen, don't get me wrong. I love Cracker Barrel, but I also do not like spending too much time in that restaurant. No, I don't think I've ever been. Uh, so oh. you're missing out. Yeah, am I? Uh, on a lot, on a lot of racism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, 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 sign me up. Dude, so the, it's <laughs> like it's a chain restaurant. So like obviously a local place uh, is going to be better, but it's a it's I mean, a I like it. I like the chain. That okay. being said, I like it too. It's reliable. Yeah, it's reliable. Okay, okay. But every Cracker Barrel, real quickly, every Cracker Barrel has people has a, fucking. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, one. So a couple things. One, every cracker it does not it does not. Remember matter. when I said Chris is the one that needs to get out of here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, we have oh, no, time. No, wait, wait. We have time. We gotta, Shut we gotta up. talk we about. Time. We, we have still time. gotta do Rose and Thorn for the we're, last fifteen we're fine. minutes. We're fine. We're good. Okay, fine. Uh, All right. I'm happy that you stay. I don't want you to go. <laughs> well, no. I said I said uh, nine fifteen. So we isn't got time. It nine, isn't it like soon? No, we got like thirty minutes. Okay, let's keep we going. Got do it. Uh, yeah, but we still have three hometowns. Where two we, and a half. We'll, 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 we'll be fine. They're uneventful. Uh, so okay. I disagree. Anyway, anyway, so every Cracker Barrel, it doesn't matter where this Cracker Barrel is. It could be in New York. It could be Philly, Staten Island. Every person oh. working there has a fucking country <laughs> accent. It does not yeah. matter where. Oh. You could be in Kuwait, and everyone's going to have a country <laughs> accent. Two. Welcome to Cracker Barrel, Kuwait. Hot diggy. I mean... <laughs> Welcome to Cracker Barrel. If you want some steak and onions, we got that for you. Two, every Cracker Barrel has a gift shop. And every here. gift shop is like a combination Why? of shirts that have Bible verses, NASCAR, and the American flag mm -hmm. on it. And this is legal? Yeah. This does this not feel legal. like it should be legal. And yeah. I remember one time in the, in the gift shop, it was a toy. This was a toy. It was a pink iron that you can that was just like and on the toy it said bye for your daughter and it's just like oh, 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 no thank you <laughs> no thank what do you, you mean a pink iron like a like, like an iron because well, irons are gendered and they need to be pink so women know that they have to use them mm. oh okay got you. Yeah. <laughs> there was a whole new device that i wasn't aware existed See, that was <laughs> that must have been cool. a lesson you learned from the incel guys coming at you so hard. Uh, yeah yeah no it is exactly we keep we keep giving them airspace and they don't deserve it they can get fucked um well no they can't and that's part of the problem oh my God. uh look they jump they get in there uh you know her dad uh is apparently according to someone in our group chat honduran is where we've landed uh so interesting uh that's just like a fun fact her sister's name is trinity which i think is disgusting i don't know yeah. something about somebody from a southern state clearly catholic christian whatever naming Not their catholic daughter trinity christian. that's yeah. that's somebody who's like um, the a Trinity. Big Matrix fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I, I wish it would make more sense. Um, so you know, Rachel's talking to her mom. She's like, "I've seen no red flags. Like everything is good." And you know how I said I had a rough landing before? Well, it turns out it was like it, I, I'm wearing a lot of makeup. 
and she's like, oh, you're pretty bruised up under there. Like her mom is like nonplussed. She's so just like, chill. <laughs> it's so chill about her baby falling from the sky and hitting your face. Like, yeah, that was weird, right? So strange. Her mom weird. is on something. It feels like her mom is on something that's just, I don't know. I, I don't trust it. I don't trust any, this family, you know, creeps me out. So yeah. I don't have very many notes cause I wasn't really watching. Uh, Matt is talking to her father. He's like, to me, it'd be tough to care about somebody when you're seeing other people. And Matt's like, I'm taking this serious. And when I'm with Rachel, that's all I'm thinking about. And he's like, to me, it's a little quick and unrealistic. Whatever he's saying to Rachel could, he could be saying to the other ladies and then, you know, Rachel and her dad talk about the chat that they had with Matt, he had with Matt and he's kind of like, well, I don't really see it like, you know, but if you're happy, you're happy and I want to support you. But also like, isn't it a little fast? And she's like, no, I feel everything is right. Everything is correct, dad. I am. I am like it just felt like she was uh, doing the teenager thing. Super annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As this so, was happening, my uh, my my big quote that I always say what's uh-huh. happened was rolling through my mind whenever someone's like i feel like it's not possible for you to date one person and also care about other people at the same time do you remember what it is i used to say all the time uh i don't remember Mon- the quote exactly but i remember monogamy like, is a disease there it is anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah, what yeah. i say that's what i say i it's was fine. gonna be like m- monogamy isn't the answer is what i was gonna get sure that's nicer that. than what i say yeah no yeah. it's a disease yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so you First of all, Rachel's dad is like, apparently a blessing is important to him, uh, which also rubs me the wrong way. Because Rachel and, her, and Matt are talking about, like, did you ask for his blessing? He's like, well, I can't be asking for a blessing because uh, that would imply, you know, but I can't. It just didn't feel right to ask. And also, like, you know, I can't the show and all that stuff. But, like, something just gross about asking for a blessing. Anyway, uh Hometown number three, it's Brie time. Brie takes the Jeep off-roading with Matt because they went mudding on her first date. And she's like, I used to do this as a kid. And Matt is like, you know, we t- they're talking in the car. And he's like, I have had a job since I was 12. You know, I, I work Christmas tree lots and, you know, all this stuff. And they're, they relate on that. They relate to having... Um, what they what they say is not a conventional family. They stop in a field and they're having this conversation. And she said, I didn't expect to be here with you, that you'd meet my family. I'm still terrified of the fact that I couldn't give you like a conventional family. And he says, let me put you at ease. My family is anything but conventional. And he says a lot of nice things about their family. It's very nice, but also, buddy, we don't see you with Brie. Um, so they go meet her mom and Brie's best friend, Brie, who like they look like they they look like so they could be sisters alike. and they are gorgeous and tall Bree short Bree either one of you can get my number uh, but Katie what's up uh, so anyway uh, her baby sister when Chris said sister I didn't picture a baby I didn't picture a baby and I was like who's this baby what's this baby doing here and then I was like oh so my notes go from like what the hell is a baby doing here? Who had a baby? Who brought a baby in a pandemic? And it's like, oh my God, that's <laughs> a sister. That's who they were talking about. Um, and so, you know, he's ho- picturing a family with Brie because there's a baby and he seems so uncomfortable around the baby. Yeah. It, you, the baby was so cute. Yeah, it was. It was a cute baby. And you can definitely tell Matt, you can tell Brie was number four. Like regardless of how- Which is such- uh, Yeah. 
which is such a fucking crazy thing because Brie seems incredible. Brie is like yep. cool. She's chill. She's absolutely gorgeous. She worked a job at like Instagram or Facebook in a position of like some power, which tells me that she's got like, you know, some ambition to her. She's got like no how. I don't know. But she also quit her dream job for this, which is which is okay. This is where we're coming at. Yeah, yeah. This is a woman who knows she's gonna be fine after the show. Okay, this is somebody who's going on Paradise. This is somebody who's gonna be an influencer or something. This is (laughs) Tasha. Like Tasha was a phlebotomist before, and now she, on her season, her Chiron Red like beauty product ambassador. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but not to be mean. I feel I don't know if this is bad to say, but I feel like Brie has so much more potential than being in yes. Instagram. Yes. Is that bad? I don't know if that's mean to no, say. It's not. No. It's, I feel like okay. collectively all of the everybody who was watching last week when she or whatever week it was that she oh, revealed yeah, yeah, that yeah. everyone was collectively like, oh, breathe. <laughs> the fuck yeah. you quit a job yeah. for a man. Like, yeah, yeah what? exactly. That's the exactly. thing. Like, it, that made me it was like oh she really maybe she doesn't think or i don't know what the pressure was but like it was like really like you should Mm-mm. do what you want to do and pursue your dream career regardless of this dude yeah. i kind of hope she had her foot out the door already like i thought i like i hope that she was ready to leave that job anyway but like um this she isn't gonna look good on the next it, resume though. like you know this isn't going to be look a good look on the next interview, you know? I don't, like, oh, you left the show, you left a, a job you had for years for a guy that you might have had a chance yeah. with. Uh, anyway, point is, Bree, I think you're great. That was a dumb move. Uh, hope you have HR on speed dial that you can call them and get your job back. Um, so... Matt's sitting down with her mom and Bree, and both Brees are gorgeous. Her mom is gorgeous. Her, you know, so, like... My, Matt says, my first one-on-one was with Bree. And they go, you know, he's aiming for brownie points. Uh, he, Mom is like, can I grab you for a moment? And he says, <gasps> yes, ma'am. Which and I loved was like, how the mom was not bullshit around of like uh-huh. of just like, His mom is, like her mom is 36 mm-hmm. like she's like no no i'm too close to your age for you to be pulling yeah yeah this yeah. Shit yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah. her when he's like i'm falling for her her mom was like stone cold being like okay like that was her response <laughs> i to loved him. it her yeah i liked that too i was like you need to impress her by saying more than that like that's not yeah. enough yeah yeah, yeah right. she's like all. i know my daughter's lovable you dumbass yeah like, yeah exactly i love my daughter your it's daughter's amazing love my daughter's wet bitch like these are obvious facts <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like what i need you to say some more shit yeah here. and so you know she's like do you see brie in your life and matt's like absolutely and it's like um do you mean like do you see her in your life as a friend or something, buddy? Because it does not feel like you see her in your life in a more involved yeah. way. It we are not getting that from this. And so Bree and her mom talk. Do you feel like you're in love with him? And Bree's like, I feel like this is the first time where someone is looking at me and seeing every part of me. It feels so soon. What a what a quote, by the way. Crazy seeing thing to say every about this part man. of me. I not uh no way he's giving way too little for you to feel that way yeah what kind of editing sins have been committed Yo, that exactly. we don't see that version of matt because yeah. the man okay. that exactly. i yeah. exactly never exactly yeah. that's why i always have these moments where i sometimes feel like the show is gaslighting me because like michelle for example or someone will be like he you know he's given me everything i could ever want and i'm like 
when did yes. we miss all of the moments yeah, yeah, yeah. because i haven't seen any of it like when serena c was like i'm like i'm falling in love with him and i feel like we would be a good match it's like we have not seen you two in the same room together yeah, yeah i was like ceremonies. have you like, even been on a date like, yeah no what? how are you yeah. falling in love with him yeah so her mom says it's crazy, but it's also not crazy because it's such a short time. But when you have a connection with somebody and it's something special and she says, I feel like I'm falling in love with him, but I'm so, so scared. And she starts crying and she says, I know you want to protect yourself. I know I want to protect you too. make a commitment to yourself to be honest and vulnerable. And it's so obvious that Bree's mom loves her so, 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 yeah. so, so, so much. And she says and then, probably like one of my just one of the best lines, which was just like. I think she said it was like something, something we will mend a broke. And if not, we will mend a broken heart together. And that is just so mm. like oh, my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your love is a big blanket. And I want to I want to mom. If Michelle's yeah. parents don't adopt me, you are more than welcome to adopt <laughs> me, too. Yeah, I, I mean, Chris is just looking for more moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want uh, more. Don't, I love my mom. I love my mom to death. And yeah, I, I, would, I mean, I would know, jump in front of a train for her, but I am okay with having. That's more it. Than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, this is so we have this beautiful moment of love, and that's when Anna in our group chat said, "Oh my God! Imagine Claire finding out that a current contestant's mom is younger than her. Claire must be pissed." <gasps> Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And uh, Chris then texted when I shared that with him. Chris said, Claire got nobody but her damn self to blame. <laughs> and uh, oh. uh, I think she can blame Dale a little bit. I feel a like we can definitely. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot. For I think existing. they can blame each other. Yeah. Um, so Bree ends up telling Matt, I feel like I'm falling in love with you and I want more time with you. And Matt says, thank you for sharing that. But the way she told him felt like she was pulling a splinter out of her pinky finger, just like neat digging in. Like it felt like it was painful for her to say that, which tells me there might be some other stuff going on. Uh, so it is time to move on. I'm blazing through this because I, I want to get through because I'm going to I have a lot to say on this part. That's why I wanted to get to this. Serena P. She jumps into his arms, wraps her legs around him like Michelle did, like every girl on this goddamn show does. They always do it. They do the jump and wrap all the time. It happens so often. How many producers tell you to do that? We'll find out when we get a producer on the show. Uh, Matt on, is like, I like her a lot. I want, I want Serena to see a future with me like I see it. And Serena's like, don't be nervous. It'll be exciting and great. She screams that. She literally screams it. It's so funny to me how loud she was and nobody else talked about it. And I need everybody to just watch that moment again because it was very funny to me. And her date is showing him Canadian stuff. And they go into this room oh my God. where there well, are I, I streamers of Canadian flags. I just want to say Canadians on Twitter, y'all were so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me. This, oh, this yeah. is this is why this is why I want to talk about it, Chris. You forget that I'm Canadian. Uh -huh. She shows him a map of Canada. She's like, "Can you guess where I'm from?" And he's like, "Well, Toronto's got a big dot on the map, so I'm gonna point at Toronto, because uh, that's where you say you're from, even though you're in the GTA." Uh, and she does it. And he doesn't do know it. what that means. He doesn't know what that means. I'm just saying, like, he knows Toronto. That map did not have anything obscured it had the names of places on it like he picked he was like is this where the word that you said you're from is right here is that the one like there was no challenge yeah, the questions on him, beauty and so. the geek australia have more challenge to them and that is saying a lot because they are very dumb questions 
so they do flashcards. She's like, I'm going to teach you some Canadian words. And they say, eh, eh, what's, well, I'm going to guess A. And she's like, yeah. And then they don't go any further than that. She's like, what do we call a beanie? And it's like, we call it a toque. I'm like, I haven't said toque in so long. Uh, and toque, like, we, I say it in French because that's the word in French. It's in toque. And that's like, that's it. But otherwise, God, they go on to ma- eating food. And she shows them food. And this is where I have to get mad. <sighs> they... <laughs> They pick up the dome to reveal the nastiest looking poutine I've ever seen in my goddamn life. And it is not right. The gravy looks like it has turned. The fries look soggy and moist. They are not meant to look that gross. That cheese looked wrong. We know it was wrong. Okay. And they're, yeah, they're not meant to look that gross. That gross. No, it's supposed to look a little gross. You're not supposed to want it in your body. That's why it's partly like you're like, oh, it's so bad, but it's so good. Like that's what you want it to feel like. I love Putsin very much, but it does not look appetizing. That looked worse than what Putsin is supposed to look like when it doesn't necessarily. I thought it was poutine. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think Mike just like short circuited for a second. (laughs) I, I knew I knew saying that was gonna get a reaction and I just wanted to It's it's only because I'm worked up about it right now. Otherwise I'd be like, nah, dude, it's not. But right now I'm thinking about uh, the image is burned into my brain. Okay. It's not it, I, I don't want that in there. I have seen many puts in my life and they have been pretty good or god awful, but they have never looked that fucked. It it, it looked so disgusting. And then and then they have forks. And Matt's like, so what? Do I eat this with a fork? And she's like, no, I don't use a fork. And I'm like, you do not deserve to represent us. I have been saying every episode that Serena has been one of my favorites on the show because she's goofy and fun. And she's saying things like, you lucky bitch, when Rachel comes back in. But when she says she doesn't use a fork to eat puts in, I'm just like, girl, you need to get off TV. You do not speak for us. Um. I was so offended. Uh, then she talks about pea meal bacon, which is just ham. Why do we call it that? Yeah. I was watching with my parents and they were both like, I've never even heard of that. And I've I had felt- it at the diner below our apartment like once or right. twice. That's it. Yeah. Um, I also just think it was so, it was just like cheesy tropes. Like, yeah, it was, it was Canada Americans as told by an American. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It was just, I don't know. I feel like it, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. I, I, I wasn't like, it. "Oh, this is outrageous." It was okay. just more so like, "This is overdone." First of all, you know? the way that they didn't even spend a moment to mention how the maple syrup is a big deal uh, hurts the Quebecois and me. The Nanaimo bars didn't upset you, Bria, being from BC. That didn't upset you at all. I love Nanaimo bars. I know, but didn't but they did you look- see what it looked like? Yeah. They looked bad. Yeah, they looked they awful. Looked bad. Anyway. Yeah, they looked really bad. Anyway, Serena says, we just have so much fun together, and that's a big deal in a relationship to me. It's like, uh, obviously. They go out, they play hockey. Mia's like, why does he have to wear those pants? They are too damn tight. He's got pucks in his back pocket, and uh, she's having a lot of fun. Uh, I really like her. I think she is. she's a lot of fun. I think Serena is very, very fun. But then Matt keeps saying, dang it, over and over again, and I'm just like, bitch, just say fuck. I don't care. Just... <laughs> Honestly, dang it is more offensive to me than just saying fuck. Because, like, 
how dare you? I'm not a child. All right? Yeah, you don't no have to one. clean this shit up for me. Well, Fuck what's, you. what's worse, darn it or dang it? <laughs> huh? What's worse, darn it or dang it? Both of them darn can it. suck it. I think I, dang it's worse. Yeah. Dang it dang sounds it. like you're putting more effort into sounding wrong. Like, it... Fuck you. Just say damn it. What's damn been? Anyway. I I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> uh, anyway, all, all my next note was basically all these dates are proving is that Michelle is the real deal. And that's the big headline in my notes is that Michelle, he should be with Michelle. It's not even close, man. He meets Serena's family. Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, is Michelle clearly the best the best choice there? Yes. Should he be with Michelle? No, 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 no. For no. her own good? Absolutely not. No, no, no. You're right. Yes. You're right. Right. Totally yes, agree. Yes. 100%. Excellent point. Excellent I don't point. think he deserves to be with someone like Michelle. Correct. No. Bingo. Correct. Yep. There we go. So Agreed. We, Agreed. we meet Serena's family, and he says, I can see spending the rest of my life with her. And, you know... Serena sees her dad and he's having a moment she goes pull yourself together to her dad and I thought that was really cute uh, her family seems great in all caps in my notes I have Talia Pitt what's good baby wow how you doing uh, she was very cute and seemed very fun like she got along with her sister and was very protective of her and seemed like they understood each other and I liked how her conversation with Talia was pretty much the reason the rest of the events happened so mom and Matt are having a chat. Why Serena? He picked her. Why? What do you like about her? Matt's like, she's smart. She's beautiful. She's got a head on her shoulders. She challenges me. She doesn't take crap from anybody. And she's like, good. I like hearing that. Thank you. That's my daughter. I love her very much. And those things are good. Uh, Mia was like, all he said was she's got a head on her shoulders. Not that it's a good one. Uh, and somebody on Twitter did a Photoshop removing Serena's neck. So they just put her head directly on her shoulders, uh, which, anyway, that's what Twitter was up to. Um, so Matt seems like a good guy, but I don't know if she'll be ready, is what her mom says. Talia and Serena are having a conversation. Do you love him? Serena says, on paper and in my head, he checks all the boxes. I have to catch up to his feelings, but I am falling in love with him. And Talia's like, to me, there's something missing. You don't seem smitten. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you're in your head. And also, on paper? Yeah, I was about to say. That's not something you say about somebody that's about to propose to you and you're going to say yes? I was about to say, if someone's asking how you feel about someone and your answer starts with the words on paper, that's just a long way of saying, no, I don't like I'm not that. feeling it. That's or right. I'm not feeling mm. it. It's I, feel, it's, I feel the pressure that I should say yes, but the answer is no. Right. So she goes on to have more conversations with her mom and her dad. Dad's like an engagement is very, very strong commitment. Serena's like, I was confident now, but I'm not a thousand percent sure anymore. You know, she was like, I was surprised by my talks with my family. It's like, you could have listened to yourself. Yourself was telling you this. That yoga date was very clear. Um, Mom is talking to Serena about her past relationships and Serena has a little cry and she says, I'm struggling to trust my feelings. I don't want to make the wrong decision. I want to get out of my brain for like five minutes. And uh, then that's when the group chat was like, it's poll time. And we had a poll about whether or not she's leaving on her own this episode. And lo and behold, um, you know, so Serena is expressing her. Uh, her her difficulty with grasping whether or not this is the real deal with Matt. And Matt is just saying, don't focus on anything else. And that, I wrote in all caps, 
Multiple question marks and exclamation marks. This is a problem. Cassidy in our group chat said, Matt's saying don't focus on anything else when Serena clearly is experiencing some inner turmoil doesn't sit well with me. It's weird, right? Like he had time to talk it out with her and instead he was like, what if you just don't? Yeah, what if and you just ignore your gut? Like what? Exactly. And that's when I knew. I was like, she's going to leave. She's got to leave for her own good. And also Matt, shame on you, dude. You're going to be out Ooh. here talking about like, you're listening to these women have these post date interviews where you're like, how can I make it more comfortable for you? Or like go on this date with Serena and she's all like, I'm not enjoying myself on this date. And he's like, I love that you're telling me this. And you're like, yeah, why don't you do something about it? You know, like, so he's that really upset me. And kicks, we talked about it before. Do you want to talk about your experience with that, uh, that yoga date, what you thought about, um, you said it was a very Canadian thing that happened on that day. Oh, yeah. Just when I first when I first moved to Canada, there would be a lot of times where I'd be in a conversation with people in my program and I'd be like, okay, I know what's happening, following along. And then all of a sudden I'd realize, wait a second, at some point I missed a tone shift or something in this conversation because everyone is on the same page, I can tell. And I'm kind of over here. And I wondered if that maybe the opposite of that maybe happened with the two of them because Serena kept, the way that she was saying she was uncomfortable, she didn't, to me, she didn't communicate it in, in the right way because she kept going like, yeah, no, it kind of made me really uncomfortable. I kind of really hated it. Kind of mm. was the worst thing ever. But then she kept saying that over and over again. And I feel like it would have been so much more effective for Matt for, well, I just feel like it would have been more effective if she had been like, to be honest, that date made me uncomfortable. Yeah. It was yeah. very and, polite that she was pointing out that she was uncomfortable, which I understand I understand the societal things that go into that of like how unfortunately sometimes women have to downplay their discomfort with things, but that I'm not saying that's right or anything like that. I'm saying like, yeah. like that's me yeah, trying no. to get no one's gonna to be understand like, why, right. but like I did feel, I did, uh, I agree. I did feel like, like, for example, if I was Matt in that situation, I don't know if I would have been able to pick up only because of just the tone seems very like, oh, it's not that big of a deal when it seems well, like it was what... a, it was a really big deal. And sometimes yeah. you gotta be, you gotta be, I mean, I don't know if this is right or wrong for me to say, but like, at least I, I feel like just to the point you're making of like, it, it should have mm-hmm. been like a firm, like, yo, I don't like this. But I'm saying that her, her, the way that she went about saying it to me, I was like, this seems like a very Canadian way of telling someone that you're deeply uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I feel like, I honestly feel like a Canadian guy might have responded more in the way that she was looking for because the severity of the message would have come across better. Like I was like, I think she thinks that she's making it clear how uncomfortable she was, but to him, he's like, oh, she's just repeating herself about her mild discomfort. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think one of the other contestants, one of the American contestants would have been like, I don't like how this made me feel. Mm-hmm. Right. And he would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But she mm-hmm. never actually got to the part where she was like, this made me so uncomfortable without a smile. And it could be yes. because, you know, that conditioning that women have. But as a woman watching it, I was like, this is a very Canadian way that she's being like, I'm kind of, mm, yeah. uh, I don't mm-hmm. really like, I'm the girl, just say it. I remember <laughs> when you pointed that kind of thing out to me once upon a time and seeing it with people at work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is definitely something that I wasn't privy to. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have that kind of situation with anybody like in the States or anybody like who isn't from Canada. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. I haven't 
So it does strike me as something that is oddly Canadian, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Um, that said, the date, not great. Matt, uh, how about mm-hmm. you focus on something else? Um, don't focus on anything, you know? So uh, Chris and Matt are talking. Serena's been high on my list, and she said she has questions, and last night was weird, and something's off with Serena, and the other women are meeting me halfway, but Serena has doubts, and it's like, you should have listened to her, you fucking idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he says, go ahead, Bria. No, I just felt like that was such a real moment for him to like reassure her or I'm not saying necessarily he should convince her because I think that she should listen to herself but I do think it's one of those things where he's always like oh I'm always here to listen I'm here to listen it's like okay great listening is awesome but then you have to take what you hear and like make action with it yes and I feel like he didn't really do anything he just was like okay I'm inputting this information in my brain and uh that's all I'm gonna do Exactly. And it was so disappointing. Yeah. I feel like he could have so reassured her. He could have asked her questions. He could have tried to help her discover it. Like, ultimately, yes, she has to come to the conclusion herself. But maybe there was something he could have said to at least support her even more in the exploration process. Because I don't even think he really yeah. supported no. her in in figuring it out. He was just like, ignore it. Push I, down your feelings. If I'm about to propose to if I'm about to propose to somebody in two weeks and one of the people that I am considering proposing to, which he says, he's like, I see a life with her, raising a family with her. To me, it's like, is this Serena and Rachel final two? Right? That's what you're thinking. To me, yeah, it's like mean. if somebody I am about to potentially propose to is like, I have doubts and I have some trouble seeing this, you know, I first of all, I understand the impulse of being like Oh, I don't want to hear this right now because it could be hurtful to me. But that's like the first time she's expressing herself in a very clear way. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, Matt, put your goddamn money where your fucking sandwich mouth is. Because you are here being like, I listen and I, you know, I see a life with you was like, come on, man. You're like you're you're being approached by somebody you care about who potentially could be your future wife at this point as you're envisioning it. And she's saying point blank. I'm not sure if I can see it. I have some doubts. You're not going to be like, well, what's making you feel that way? Or like, tell me more. Just air it all out. Let's have a conversation. You know, you're not going to do that. Mm. You're not ready Even just express sadness about it. A little bit. A little something. He was just like, yeah, okay, thanks for sharing. It's like, are you sad about the fact that she's... Yeah, no, I just wish that you would just focus on competing for my attention. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. thanks. So and like, he says all Yeah, that, that oh, is. Well, sorry, that is an uncomfortable no, conversation to have. But like, also, isn't that like, if you're ready for marriage, if the point of the show is to get Thank married, you. shouldn't you also be at a place in terms of your emotional 100%. intelligence where you can have a conversation like that? That honestly made me think: Is he even ready for marriage? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's I don't think he's ready for a three month commitment. I don't think he's ready to get a lease on a car. I don't think he's ready for anything that's going to make him sign his paper, his name down on paper that says he's got to do something. I don't believe it for him. He's all unless he's splitting it with Tyler C. He's committed to Tyler, I I feel like. Um, So, look, he says all this stuff and he goes to her and she seems shocked to see him in her room. And, you know, he's like, I 
know this process is a lot, but I've known how I feel about you for a while. I want to make you feel special when I can. You're the person I've spent the most time with because of what I can see with you. A future and someone I can share a life with. And Serena says it's important to have an honest conversation, especially at this point. I think, you know, I've had moments where I've struggled and had doubts. I think when I first became aware of those feelings when was when I talked to my mom, I said, Matt has everything I would want in a husband. But when it came to being able to talk about my feelings for you, I really struggled. And I thought it was fear initially, but I think if I'm being honest with myself, it's more than that. I don't think you're my person, which dagger to the heart, just like that would crumble me, but also good for her. Uh, that's the next note I have is like good for her. <laughs> and that's what I uh, all caps wrote in the group chat is good for her. Now, Matt is super quiet for a bit, like very, like stone quiet. And he says, yes. And he says, it sucks to hear that. But I felt I felt it after I left that conversation with your family that there's something off with you. And it just stinks. He says there's something off with you. What? What? And he just says, first of all, it sinks. Just say it sucks, dude. Um, anyway, Serena struggles to say anything. He says, you don't have to say anymore. Do you want to walk me out? Which I thought was pretty funny. Um, so she walks him down and she says, that just sucked. It sucks that it's the last time I'm going to see him. And Matt is crying in his talking head. And Serena's out. So it's Brie, Michelle, and Rachel to Fantasy Suites. And we go to the rose ceremony where, oh, my God, these dresses. There's oh so incredible. Every they single one so of them. Good. They looked amazing. They looked they amazing. They looked amazing. That blue is Rachel's color for sure. That blue oh, first yes. of all, that blue would look great on a lot of people. But that is definitely yeah. like Rachel is pulling off that dress. Breeze uh, Breeze dress was mm. spectacular. Michelle I loved her off the shoulder. <gasps> Everything about yeah. their looks were amazing. Yeah. This was mm-hmm. very good look night. Um, and they're all wondering where Serena is, but they're whispering. And I'm like, why are you guys whispering? Um, so Matt and Chris are talking about Serena's split. And uh, he said it was a conversation she should have had weeks ago. You know, I don't know if I miswrote that, that it was like we should have had weeks ago. But my notes says she. So Serena couldn't see herself being my wife. And that's the level of conversations we're going to have. I want you to think about that when you accept the rose tonight is what he says to the women and Michelle, will you accept this rose? She says, yes, without hesitation. She says without hesitation, not, you know, the qualifier Rachel. Yes. Brie. He calls Brie like he forgot her name though. Am I crazy? That's what it felt like. Uh, I think you could even (laughs) see in Brie's face where she, she knew. Yeah. She knew yeah. She, she's the last option. He's like, why is he calling me out last? And then she's like, well, it could be because the hometown order. That must be it. You know, but there's a doubt there. Mm. There's a doubt there. It's and it. I'm I'm going to be a wreck to find, you know, Bree's heartbroken. And he, you know what, Michelle and Bree, if you get your heart broken, I'm going to be very sad. Just like I was sad for so many of the women on this show. But that is the episode. And next week we have the Women Tell All, which I'm thrilled about cannot wait to see what victoria's mm-hmm. got to say Ooh. mj really looking forward to what mari's gonna say for like the first time uh serena c is gonna be like why was i cut out of so much um 
And, uh, you know, we get the credit sequence where Matt is uh, riding his bike around Michelle. And she's like, you're going to bump into me. He's like, no, I'm not going to bump into you. She's like, no, you're going to bump into me. And then she stops and he bumps into her and falls off his bike. And she's like, you said you weren't going to bump into me. And apparently he totally wrecked his bike. And that was very funny and goofy. And I like that. I think that they are nice together. And even if I think that she's better than him. That's the episode. And I thought it was pretty great. What did you guys think? Bria, your impressions on tonight's episode. I mean, I just love that Serena broke up with him. I just thought yeah. that was such and a power not move. in the way that Kit did I had Kit so did much respect. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had so much respect. Um, what else did I have to say about this episode? I don't know. I guess this is my first season watching. So this is mm-hmm. my first season seeing, like, the whole hometown thing. I'm excited to see Fantasy Suites next. Yeah. I did Some people feel call bad it the for, bone zone. Yeah. I, I did feel bad for Brie because I feel like she very obviously felt Serena's gone and that's the only reason I'm here. And I think that's yes. so awkward. That's and I think that's that a sucks. horrible position to put a person in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I thought that that was really unfair. That I, I don't know what the solution is, I guess, but I, I didn't like that. Right, because uh, no one with, no one deserves to feel like a backup. So, no, you know exactly. What? While we get your impressions for this episode, let's talk about your rose and your thorn this episode. Okay. <laughs> My rose goes to Michelle. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just such a fan. Um, yes. My thorn goes to Matt for not properly listening Matt's been a thorn on every episode with somebody. Yeah, I know it's an easy one to pick, but... I mean, I he's just, a thorn. He's not... I yeah. just thought that he could have done so much better in, like, listening to the women, especially at such a crucial part. Like, this is... Yeah, yeah. You I have hope to he's a better person think. than he's coming across. Like, I really want to believe that he's a better oh, person course. because otherwise you've got all these amazing women falling in love with a potato and it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, ha- also, it like, happens often that really shitty dudes somehow somehow secure yeah. an amazing they're woman. repairing. Don't yeah. you're now espousing the incel doctrine. Uh, no, no, no. That's not that's not the tone that I mean. That's not. <laughs> you're kidding. right. You're right. I I'm worded kidding. it wrong. I'm just bringing But that's it not the tone that no, I was no. trying to imply. What I was I trying to imply is I Chris, you don't have to defend it. I know. <laughs> it's OK. And that's those are fantastic picks. That's good. Uh, Kicks, your thoughts on the episode, your rose, your thorn. Yeah, no, I thought the episode went by really quickly, like you said, and exactly. surprisingly uneventful because it was, I think it's because like the dads were really in grill mode. They weren't mm-hmm. like, what do you want? They were just like, oh, we're here to support our daughters mm-hmm. yeah. carrying on besides yeah, Rachel's dad, which like, I mean, I don't care about expected. anything related to her. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but that was, that was basically like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he went to their houses and, uh, cool. And then same thing, like. I was really proud of Serena for being like, you're not my guy. Like yeah. all of this, you look great on paper, but you're just really not it for me. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I was a little bit, of, I was disappointed in myself at how pleased I was about how long he was quiet afterwards. I was like, eat it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was so happy about it. Was, Cause mm-hmm. he had to sit in it for a bit. He definitely well, also, did. That's what he gets for what he did to Abigail too. So I mean to, yeah. Also, I saw that coming. I saw that coming. We all saw it coming. We just didn't want to believe it. But also, like, that Katie date, you're going to take her on that date. 
I first of all have more respect for my wife. I gotta stop doing this bit. I gotta stop doing this bit. It's just so funny to me. But she's gonna come on the show and I'm gonna be like, You're my wife, and she'll be like, Okay, bye. And I would not blame her. Um Kicks, your rose and your thorn, who you got? I mean, honestly, same. Like Rose definitely goes to Michelle because she's such a delightful, honest, open yeah. person. And yeah, how do you look at all that earnesty and earnestness and just like yeah. that? She's just so sweet. She's wonderful. Um, and yeah, Thorn is a, definitely Matt. Yeah. Like you said, it's he's the Thorn every. He's someone's Thorn every he's week. Like every he's week. my Thorn every single week. Goddamn right. Chris, yeah. thoughts on the episode? So no, my no, no. thoughts are once again, like I mentioned before, this was the easiest hometowns to watch because it just sped yeah. through. Like they always. The, the closer to the end of the season we get, the more they just really drag shit out that doesn't need to be dragged out. So they really cut okay. to the point on a lot of the things. I think overall, um, yeah, I, I, I just Michelle's family. That, you know what? That's my rose. Is actually my rose is two two things. One, Michelle's family, uh-huh. and I'll even couple that with Bree's family, like Bree's mom and Michelle's parents. At the end yeah, of the day. Throwing- Throw in Serena's family and you're stepping on my roses, man. <laughs> they are, they're just, my God. Like, they're just, yeah. love it. Love them, love them so much. And my elder rose goes to Gravity for being a black ally and making sure that wow. Rachel hit the ground. I mean, just you fucking shout outs to you just, idiot. Just allies <laughs> you don't ever suspect that you would see. So I just want to say, I'm so glad. How dare you? Gravity didn't march with us in June, but it came out when we needed it to. So that's that's where my rose goes. And then my thorn. We're going to have to put a disclaimer on this one where we're like, we are a comedy podcast. Please don't be like we're wishing people harm. No, like obviously I don't want physical harm to go against anybody uh but it was fun to see her head get but i'm still gonna make the joke about you hitting the ground so uh, if you Uh, don't want me to make that joke you should have done racist shit anyway uh, somebody on twitter (laughs) was like shame on abc for not rolling that in slow motion don't worry i got you yeah they posted the slow-mo clip uh my thorn we've gotten a lot of mats and i wanna i wanna i know i want to pick matt too Look, if he earned it, he earned it. My yeah, thorn, it. you know what? My, yeah, he earned it. So I'm hey, saying, a rose can have many thorns. By the way, a thorn, mm-hmm. a, my thorn goes to Matt ultimately because yeah, at the end of the day, I don't, definitely. I don't like how he's so clear. And I get it; it's the format of the show; they have to keep people around. But like, right? He's he so clearly kept people around. Like lying about it is fucked up too. But it's just like you can just. And even Bree knows it of just like... I mean, what Bria said at the end about Serena... Mm. Uh, Bree's like, I'm here because Serena left. That's brutal! That's brutal! Yeah. Um, like, a good guy, I feel like they wouldn't nah, do that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so I it's gotta... just... I, I, I think I think for, for Matt, it was just like... I don't, I just, I just, I think really why it bothers me is because it's like, you're, you're treating the people I love as backups when it was like, I'm sure if I didn't feel that way about the contestants, like I would still think it's messed up, but, um, I, I probably wouldn't be as pressed like him 
the idea that he's going to break Michelle's heart, it the way I'm taking yeah. it is like if Michelle was my sister. Like that's how I'm. But that yeah, proves dude. how likable she is and how yeah. much she deserves, right? Like and I how think she the might reason be the you ba- have that I'm reaction is because she's been such a good presence on the show. Right. And I the don't fact think that she was a late addition. Definitely considered. Absolutely, she, yeah. that's she was a too. late addition, and we love her this much. Says to how much of her character and and like yeah, sure. There's some people who like they edit the be amazing. Yeah, no, Michelle's genuine. No, this doesn't tell. feel like that. Yeah, you can absolutely. tell she's genuine. Can I let me just put this to you guys? If Rachel was on this season and we didn't have anything about her past, and turns out she is totally an ally and she has been to you know supportive and educated and outspoken on every racial issue and, and whatever, and she was on this show, uh, and Matt was like really into her, I'd be like, well, what are what is he getting to see that we're not seeing? Because just on this show, I'm trying to see it. She's just very pretty yeah that's so a, then they have that in common that's it that's it like that's all it is they're they're both horrendously boring to watch yeah. nice to look at that's let them it. walk off into the sunset together fine so <laughs> my impression of this episode is that it breezed right by i thought it had a couple moments that made me care about people i cared about more and uh i you know just felt validated and right about other people um Matt really upset me and is definitely, definitely worthy of a thorn this week. Uh, I'll just say my rose goes to all the families except one. I think you know which. Uh, All the families, Uh, you know, even the baby that is, you know, we don't know much about. Get that rose. You're good. Good for you. Will you accept this rose? Wah, wah, wah. Um. Come on, that was funny. Don't look at me like it wasn't funny. Uh, I so, was laughing just quietly. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I wasn't even smiling. Not even, Chris was texting somebody. We just no, caught that. I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing with putty. <laughs> that's that's you what I'm fucking doing. Dangerous. I thought you had a cast at some point. So did I. No, I, 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 I wrapped it around my hand. I'm someone who I always have to be doing something. Oh, with me my too. Hands. I've got tiny. Like I've been using these as magic tokens for when i play magic and you can write on them because they're custom and there's a lot of copying when it plays online and so i've just been shuffling these all episode yeah so that's anyway. that's why i've been moving my hands a lot because i'm just playing with buddy anyway continue anyway the baby gets a rose everybody gets a rose that isn't the one family we know which one uh i just think that the love that is so clear and comes through on real on reality tv when you can get love to feel as pure as it did uh, come across on reality tv like this that's real that's beautiful like you can't you can't fake that and one slight deviation away from it just means it's not like you're, you're not getting the full like it's impossible to capture and they're doing it with these families and it feels amazing and they all deserve a rose because that's what I want to see. I want to see people giving a shit about each other, which is what you normally get to see in a, a, a season of The Bachelor, which by the end you have four people and The Bachelor or Bachelorette is really torn because they've expressed so much love and appreciation for their the, these people and you've seen their connection grow. This season, you just get none of that, which is why Matt should be getting a thorn, but this week my thorn is that goddamn puts in, get fucked, I hate you, <laughs> I swear to God, if that thing comes on my screen again I'm suing I will buy a gun to shoot my TV I hate <laughs> that 
fucking puts in how dare you disrespect my culture how dare you disrespect what one of the the things i hold sacred in this world and put that poor representation chris i'm gonna send you a picture of a good looking puts in and tomorrow when you post it on with the ep, uh, post the episode images up i need you to show what this is supposed to look like okay? i almost that made was my rancid. thorn i almost made my thorn the producers who organized that canadian date because i wanted to show so- solidarity to all of you Canadian folks. Uh, I just went off on it. I just went off on that puts in right now yeah. enough that my mouth went dry and I'm lightheaded. <laughs> I well, I didn't want to take away you being able to rant about the poutine. <laughs> just don't make me hurt you. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't take that. Uh, I'm, so just gonna, that's, I'm just going to send you gonna audio going. text of me saying poutine. <laughs> I can't even be mad at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. We've got our roses, our thorns, uh, round the bend very quickly. Cause it feels like there's no, there's no debate about this. Who do you think the final two are and who do you think is getting proposed to Bria? So I think it's Michelle and Rachel. And I unfortunately think that Rachel's getting proposed to honestly, I will say that this is when I realized I for sure, like, obviously I knew before I couldn't be on the bachelor, but I realized for sure when they had to admit on TV that they loved this man, I was like, that could never be me. (laughs) Not without, not without a ring on my finger. Absolutely not. Not on national TV. I would be the girl who would be like, he proposes and I'm like, okay, yeah, I do love you. You're right. Like I couldn't do it. It was that was so scary to me, like watching Michelle and I think it was Brie being like, I love you. And then he just makes out with them instead of saying yeah. it back. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, guys. And, and they're both like, oh, my gosh, like he was just so great. And I was like, no, no, no he just made out with you because he didn't know what to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't say yeah. it back. That it's wasn't like a good when, reaction. When Abigail was like, I know you can't say much. I was like, yeah, he can't say much, but he's been saying a lot of shit to some women. So. Yeah. Where does that leave? You know, he's been telling Rachel, but again, that was the one time he said it. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I'm just going to piggyback on yours and say, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And I That's my don't think I care. Well. I think, are we all in agreement kicks also? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Poor Bree. Okay. And that sucks because Bree, if you're listening, which why would you be? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but also... You're better than this, buddy. Come on. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think it's a criticism of her. Like, not she's, at all. No. Again, wonderful. We've, we've all we've all had moments where we've dated someone who we were very clearly like super into them, and they weren't into uh-huh. us back. It's, it's a very human thing. Like, anytime I criticize anyone on these sh- oh, any reality dating show where a situation mm-hmm. like this happens, it's like one of those where it's like criticizing because it's like i'm on the outside looking in so it's like girl like (laughs) he's not look past the abs like i get i get the ab y'all haven't even fucked yet like you haven't out just go leave leave. that's honestly that's the big real yeah like you're i'm not i I can't officially say i'm falling for anyone until Mm -hmm. it's yeah, Got a with them. and yeah. that's and that's actually that's one thing about uh, fantasy suites that is mind blowing to me. How like you could be dating someone and like everything's going so well and like the chemistry's mm-hmm. great and you click and all that, and then y'all hook up and like it's just either bad sex or it just dissipates. the 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 chemistry is not there. Mm-hmm. It's not there. And yeah. then because of that it's like, well, I don't want to see this person anymore because sex is a very important part of every type of relationship. 
Uh, so because of that, it's like, like it, it blows my like to me. I feel like that puts so much pressure on yeah. the first when the first time you hook up with someone it should be fun and it should be great. It should be can I natural? It should be natural. Yeah. It should be passionate if you're into passion shit. It should it, or whatever you're yeah, into. It's whatever you like, want. It should be <laughs> into passion shit. You know, some people. I mean, some people yeah. don't want passion, but I like some it, people you know, want vanilla shit. Some people. Like, I, I I don't know what you're saying. Some people I'm just want trying to be supportive because you're wild right now. Want, you're like you're not with it. Yeah. So like I feel like that puts so much pressure on it. So like yeah, the fact of like I could never tell someone unless but I was like. But you think he should be fucking everybody when there's sixteen of them left? Like I don't no, know. If I mean, that's, that's a better that's, show. That 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 then that becomes like a sexual health thing of like as like HPV. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm surprised that herpes doesn't spread around every cast. Yeah. And and I mean that in the sense of I don't trust Matt. I I'm like I don't want these uh, women to get something from Matt rather than like I I wasn't trying to imply anything, but it's yeah I I just feel like the the tell someone you're falling for them before you even know if like you have sexual chemistry is like yeah mind yeah blowing to me. that's I think it's that's also- shit you do in youth group not when you're a grown ass adult. <laughs> okay, this might be out of pocket, but does it feel like Matt's one of the guys that's like, what do we need condoms for? Plan B is a thing. You know, is that like a crazy vibe? Am I crazy? Um, Matt touts his pullout game. No, Peter Weber was a, a definitely a I have a good pullout game kind of person. But Peter I feel Weber like- definitely was pullout king. If I'm being honest, I feel like Matt is terrible in bed. And so yep. I can't even get to that part where it's like, wow. what does he do when he finishes? I feel like he's. Yeah, I feel like he feel bites like his lip all the time. Boring. I feel like it's all about him. I feel yeah. like it's. He needs yeah. a mirror. He says he seems like one of those dudes who he's like, I'm kinking in bed, and the only kinky thing he does is choke you. <laughs> Which in 2021, like, yo, kink is, kink not... is like fries to a burger. Like that's expected. Like you gotta, you gotta do some more shit if you want to be. If you want to be considered kinky, that's just that's standard. That's like English 101, baby. Like you can't. Well, I think that's a perfect English 101. <laughs> I think that's a perfect segue into our reviews. Uh, we've got a couple reviews on the, the Apple Podcast reviews. Yeah, and a- I I haven't seen these because apparently the Canadian Apple uh, I podcast app does not register reviews in the states as like i can't see american reviews Interesting. so the reason what? i didn't see these sooner was because i haven't been seeing them because they're not coming to me yeah we I, have a couple reviews on there and they are not showing up right now on the Apple I, podcast I have them, app I have but them they ready. are right there i have them here do you want to read uh, i got vincent sheamus is up can i read this yeah you can read that one i'll read the other one so it's five stars, which thank you very much for doing that. And I don't know what the whole title is, but it's been looking for a show like, and I'm going to say this. Uh, so he says, uh, Vincent Seamus says, I have a love-hate relationship with the franchise itself, but Bachelor Recap Podcasts are pure joy. My old favorite recap show doesn't exist anymore, and there has been a void in my heart since that I've been trying to fill. I came here to listen to the episode with guest Ify Wadiwe and, well, Bria Hebert, it turns out. And after finishing that episode, I knew I had to binge through all the other episodes immediately. It's exactly what I needed. Both hosts hosts are wonderful and hilarious. Y'all truly deserved a rose from Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. Thanks for making the show. I can't wait to hear more. 
Thank you. Aww. I thank you so much. That means so much to us because we truly don't know if people listen. Uh, you know, and seeing that you guys are listening and you're enjoying it so much that that's a review you left. That rules. That makes that that made my night. And uh, I don't know if you heard earlier having a tough week. And this has been a very very nice uh, thing to have. Thank you very much. And also, what a treat for you to hear your review on the episode where Bria was a guest, huh? Look at you. Look at uh, that. You listen to the episode with the same guest. You go. You good. And shout out Chris, to you got Coffee one. Apple Review. Uh, also gave us five stars. Uh, shout out to you for saying, I haven't watched The Bachelor in over 10 years. And when I heard this podcast was starting, I started back up and decided to give it another go. I have been looking forward to these episodes every week. And I feel like I am mainly watching the show just to understand all of the references in the podcast. <laughs> Mike and Chris are so fun. Aww. And I loved Thank all you. their guests. Aww. And nice. love re-listening the podcast as funny background when I'm commuting or working around the house. Thanks for the fun distraction from everything going on in the world. Smiley face with the blushing. Aww. Thank you. That's what we want. Enjoy. Thank you so much for uh, for listening and enjoying the podcast as much as you do. And thank you for leaving a review. If you leave a review, that'll only help people find us and more people will listen and we can get a community going. But mainly we just glad that you enjoy it so mm -hmm. that's huge and i want to say this has been a hell of an episode and i am so happy we had both our guests here for the yeah. whole thing we talked about a lot of stuff we went long and that's okay because chris is my hostage now uh <laughs> and uh yeah go back to the beginning to get the plugs because bria hebert and kicks mccray you can find them uncle burra and uncle bria on uh Instagram and Twitter, respectively, if I got that right. And Kicks McCray, you can find out K is for Kickass on Instagram, but also uh, the website. I had it, maketheshift.org. Uh, check yeah. that out. Check that yeah. out and do some do some good for everybody. And uh, yeah. Chris and I have link trees. Just go to that. Topher Mejia, Mike Carosa, linktr.ee slash our names. And we love you. And uh, don't forget to accept the rose that life gives you every day. Isn't that a sweet way to sign off? And uh, I, I didn't really think this through. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>